jury. The prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. Welcome to this episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Well, we're coming to you live from our radio and television studios here located in gorgeous northwest Pennsylvania. We broadcast live every weeknight. That's five, that's seven to five nights a week, seven to ten p.m. Eastern time. Or, well, uh, uh, no, you, you do the math. Uh, folks, we're simulcast on BTR radio and you can watch us live and by archive on um, YouTube. Our home base is hagmanandhagman.com, our flagship station our flagship network is the global star radio network to which we give a lot of thanks they host uh, just a number of great shows dave hodges ted brower russ dizdar us hey what more can you want you never have to change the dial so to speak Um, before we get started yeah sure oh yes yes you've got okay stand up uh at the at the uh hear the watchman conference uh a gentleman by the name of Paul made these shirts one for me one for my dad our names are on the back but check this out Eric the Tech Fan Club I love it he, he's got actually folks he has a cast of people he's got a fan club we had to hire uh, separate bodyguards and security well and, and folks you can write to Eric at Eric at Hagman and Hagman dot com all right, and tell him how much you you like his work because he makes us look pretty. Did you hear that threat? I was. We were he just said, don't give him any crap because he'll get it right back. All right, uh, if, his website Tech Nation Report. Te- that's right. It's under construction. TechNationReport dot com under construction. Tech T E C H Nation Report dot com. It's good. It's good. Anyway, uh, before we get started, I just want to mention tonight's broadcast brought to you by, and yes, these cost money, brought to you by, it's finally out, Stained by Blood. Folks, uh, this is my book. It's uh, it's kind of climbing on Amazon, which I'm really appreciative of. And um, this is a story from 1987. This is a, based on a true story. i got to watch what I say here because this involves a murder and involves people that are still walking around, okay? Uh, some in jail, some still walking around, some dead, some alive, some whatever. But um, this book is uh, is a, a saga a, a, a tr- a based on a true... Again, I have to watch what I say. Based on a true story. It's a diary. Just about. And um, I just got an email here real quick. I'm just going to share this with you. Um because it relates to the book, and I'm so I'm so humbled by this, um, really. And this is from a Neil. Neil, if you're listening, I just want to say thank you so very very much for this email, now, unsolicited. Um, yeah, we just it just right, came in right before the show started. Right, and he writes this. He said, "Doug, I got your I got your book at the Watchman Conference. By the way, you have one. Oh, I did something really stupid, folks. I." Um, I submitted the wrong 
proof. Okay, which boy did people tell I me about that? Few, uh, oh yeah, there it, were, it's it's errors, but mostly in the forms of punctuation. Right, close, uh, you know, forgetting close quotes and stuff. Anyway, I submitted the, uh, the uh, there were four different proofs. You know, you know, you send one out. You actually send them to different people, and uh, then you have a well, the final proof, and then you take that final proof and have it final proofed again. Well, I grabbed the wrong one and submitted the wrong one, and the bottom line was um, whoops. So if you got one at the conference, you'll notice grammar errors, you know, and such. Hang on to it because when I die, it may maybe it'll be worth money. Who knows, right? Kind of like a, but but then but then Joe said something the other day. What would you say? Uh, even the mint. Was it you that said that? Even even the mint makes mistakes, right? No, so, that wasn't me, but yes, they do. All right. Uh, and a quick uh, well, I answer think to somebody yeah. in chat. Where do I request an autographed copy? What we're going to do is we're going to order um, a couple hundred books here to the studio. Well, we actually, the store. It's going to be part of the store, yeah. Okay, will there be a, a place to specify? Yeah. Because um, that will have to come instead of from the store. Uh, the virtual store directly to the well, uh, purchaser. You'll have to uh, either get the copy shipped here, no, or no, autograph no, no, them. No, and, don't and, do that because that that's okay. too much. Here's what, here's what I'll do. Uh, I'll I'll make that announcement on Monday exactly how to do that. Um, but it's available on Amazon if you don't want me defacing your book. I also have book plates I can send out. If you <laughs> yeah, there's these little sheets of paper uh, laminated with the front and back cover of the book on it and basically yeah. it's a small it's a smaller version of this so if you know what the book signed you can have the book sheet signed right and put it put inserted into the book yeah so anyway but i just i just want to say did i read this did i read this email no okay you mentioned oh okay yeah it says i got one <laughs> sorry man and and to think i wrote a book right um <laughs> He writes this. I got one of your books at the Washington Conference. It was an honor to meet you. Hopefully, next time uh, I'll get to meet Joe too. Where were you? Huh? In the pool? All right. Uh, and he writes, I was amazed at how good the book was. Thank you so much, Neil. I couldn't put it down. He writes, and wound up only getting about three hours of sleep the other night so I could finish it. Thanks so much. It was just an amazing conference as well. So God bless you, Neil. God bless you. Thank you so much. Folks, we don't want to take up any, 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 any more of this guest time you know there are some people who are, who I, I just you know I think a lot of and uh, as, as a well, professionally and personally Dr. Ted Brower is one of those people he's, he's one of those people who, who not only um, you know sticks his neck out there and goes against the you know American Medical Association as far as taking on the medical establishment and will bring you the unfiltered truth when it comes to his understanding and knowledge of medicine. But he also um, he also acts on what he preaches. Yes. And and we've seen that up close and personal. Now, uh, Dr. Ted Brower has a website, healthmasters.com. I take his uh, his supplements. Uh, I I really believe out of the entire country perhaps the western world he's got the best supplements and uh the bottom line too is his purple sticks um you don't need coffee 
<laughs> you don't need Mountain Dew. You don't need Red Bull. The uh, purple stick well, will get you through. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Personally, what I do is I take a shot of espresso, put it in a can of Red Bull with a purple stick, and I'm good to go. And I can see through walls. But, no, I'm I'm kidding with, about that. Uh, but, no, he's got wonderful nutritional products. He has his knowledge is just uh, beyond anything that I've uh, – if you talk to him off air, he's the same off air as he is on air. Uh, in terms of the knowledge and the information which he can impart and does impart, and, and the uh, ability to talk as fast, no, yeah, okay. yeah. he gets uh, through so much information and, in such a short period of time. You know what? He was on coast to coast last night. Yeah. Did you hear that? No, Man. I didn't. Oh, I'm hearing good things about it though. Absolutely, coast to coast AM last night. You catch the replay. It's on. Um, uh, I know you can find it. I, I'm just that's all I'm gonna say. Catch the replay. Coast to coast AM. Uh, Doctor Ted Brower on coast and we give a shout out to George and Lisa for for that. So Coast to Coast AM Dr. Ted Brewer. Uh really kicking some butt last night. Ted, welcome sir. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Joe. Uh yeah, I enjoyed the show last night. We had some things, some topics that I didn't get a chance to cover that I want to cover with you guys, especially since it's Easter weekend. I mean happy good Friday to everybody and happy Easter weekend or resurrection Sunday, I guess I could say. Uh, Easter was kind of a term that was used by pagan holidays from the Roman rituals. We can talk a little about that tonight, but it's uh, it's it's interesting. We uh, I had a good show with uh, George last night. We were on for two hours. It's a uh, rough way to do it on the East Coast though, because I started at one o'clock in the morning our time, and I was done at three in the morning. And then I isn't that fun? <laughs> oh man, and, I, and I'd taken a purple stick about ten o'clock. And then about 1 o'clock, the purple stick had pretty much worn off. And I thought, oh, gosh, I haven't even done the show yet. And I didn't want to keep stay awake all night with a purple stick. So I said, go another quarter of a purple stick. And then George fussed at me and told me I was talking too fast. And <laughs> he said, you got to slow down. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. There's so much material to go through. And, and I told George, he asked me for 30 topic questions last night. I mean, completely unrelated questions. And so I was literally prepared for 30 different shows because I had no idea what he was going to ask for. So it was an exciting adventure for me, wondering what he was going to pick about. So the one thing I really wanted to talk about, we ran out of time on last night, and because it's Easter weekend and because today's Good Friday, I really want to cover a few minutes of what we talked about back in November on the blood of Jesus because of the weekend that we're in right now and what it means to us as Christians and why it means what it means to us as far as what it does and what my theories are on how it works and how the blood works from an interdimensional standpoint. So I want to talk about that tonight. We've got a bunch of more stories I want to talk about. I pull up a bunch of information on glyphosate. I've actually pulled up the actual research that was done by Monsanto back in the 70s and the 80s and all the cancer that glyphosate Roundup has been linked to. We're going to go into detail with that. And by the way, man, if you're listening to me, you got to listen real close because one of the primary cancers that it causes is prostate cancer. This is Roundup. And so we're going to talk about that tonight in detail. So everybody grab some paper and pencil. And with you guys, I know I have plenty of time to talk, so I'm not going to talk so fast. I'm going to kind of slow down some. <laughs> and uh, it was so funny. We were going to talk about the blood of Jesus last night. And I mentioned it several times, and we never got into that topic header with George and all day long, we were deluged with phone calls because we gave out a phone number, Doug and Joe, about the blood of Christ. Why didn't you guys talk about that? Why didn't you talk about that? And will you talk about it tonight on the Hagman Show? So I told them everybody. I told everybody last night they were going to be on with your show tonight for three hours. So the entire coast-to-coast -coast audience, hopefully, is tuned in to you guys now. 
and we're going to do, this, do some cross-collateralization on the marketing efforts as far as people listening to your show and George's show. So I'm excited about that. So we did a big promo. And by the way, he speaks very, very highly of you, Doug. And I told him likewise for you to him. So that's the way we're all supposed to do it. We're all supposed to encourage and exhort one another, build each other up in our most holy faith, and make people realize, hey, wait a minute, guys. We're all in this end times together, and we've got to work together as a team. Because if we do not do that, if we do not work together as a team, what ends up happening is a divided house will fall. And that's just so important that people understand that. In fact, I want to read you something out of the Bible real quick. I read this on my show last week, and I thought it was so good that I want to read it with you guys tonight to start with with the show. It's out of the book of John. Here it is. It's, 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 it's Jesus prays for all believers. Yes. It says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. He's talking about us guys. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. I'm going to repeat that last verse. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Now guys, let me tell you something. It's really important as believers, especially on this you know, resurrection weekend, that we understand the love of Jesus Christ and what he's done for us and how he saved us. And without him, there is no redemption. There is no forgiveness of sins. Because quite frankly, I believe there's been many, many civilizations on this planet before. I believe this is the last one. I believe the earth was wiped out and it was formless or the void, as it says in the book of Genesis. And God came back and he separated the waters and he started over again. That's one of the reasons so many of the pyramids are under the water, particularly in the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Florida. I mean, huge, huge areas, just, just pyramidal structures. Remember, the pyramidal structures were used as was Stonehenge on the ley lines and the magnetic lines on the planet to control the attention field in the holograph that we're in. So what ended up happening, because remember, all of this is interdimensional physics. We've talked about this in detail, and we'll talk a little bit about it again tonight. And so this entire thing that we're in is an intention field, basically a holographic matrix, that our consciousness determines the reality that we're in. And they learned a long time ago from the fallen angels that when they built these pyramids on certain places, they were like energy transmitters, that they could be used to control this. That's why they did it. That's why there's pyramids all over the place. That's one of the reasons they sacrificed human beings in many of the pyramids, especially in the uh, Mexican area. But remember, this earth was all one continent. It was separated by plate drift. And when that happened, these ley lines and these magnetic resonance lines were changed. And so these giant transmitters, transformers of these pyramids were shut down, turned off. And then God basically... Uh, wanted us to realize that this information that we had received from the Nephilim on how to do all of this stuff was not of him and that it was evil. And so that's what we have to get when we understand interdimensional physics. But let me start real quick with, I want to talk about this if that's okay with you guys. Do you mind if I do this again with just part of it? Go for it. And, and here's, here's why I want to talk about this. Uh, James Maxwell 
his equation, this is, he's a physicist, he's back from the 1800s. He basically set up the second great unification of physics after Isaac Newton. Some people believe that he's up there, you know, with Einstein. He actually, he actually brought in the relativity and quantum mechanics of how the universe ties together in the unseen realms, a little different than the Isaac Newton stuff. And so what happened is a lot of, you know, energy is being produced constantly on the planet. And we talked about this about with scalar waves and with Victor Schauberger and a lot of the information of the research that he's done. And so let me share with you this very quickly how this works. A scalar wave is simply this. You take two radio waves and you lay them over each other. It forms a longitudinal wave. When you take two longitudinal waves and you lay them on top of each other, you create a scalar wave. These scalar waves, they end up passing through time space into the fourth dimension. And when they transmit information, they know no physical barrier. In other words, if you transmit something from 100,000 or 100 million light years away via a scalar wave, it's there instantaneously as far as information. This is what prayer is. Prayer is scalar waves. That's what people need to understand. Also, what happens in the DNA. The DNA transmits single photons in the form of longitudinal waves to speak to other DNA. And if this turns out and they talk to each other, they turn back into scalar waves because you're laying the longitudinal waves over. This has tremendous energy potential via the scalar waves. This is what human beings do when they pray. The okay, frequency Ted, of it, yes. Not to interrupt you. Just sure. uh, so so, person like me, uh, scalar waves. A word like that goes right over my head. Um, now you said prayer uh, is is a scalar wave. Is uh, would say me talking to my dad, the voice coming out of my mouth. Is that a scalar wave, or is this on another level? Well, it, it, like if you're thinking and you're praying at the same time, because you know you're thinking and you're praying at the same time, so yes, it is a scalar wave, and the scalar waves are what create the physical reality that we're in. That's why people don't understand that. Remember, we talked about, according to the German physicist Harold Vella, he says if you extract blood and you send it to Australia and you watch a horror show in the USA and your blood's in Australia you've kept it alive with oxygen, and so it's perfectly able to be alive, that when you watch the horror show in the United States it will produce hormones instantaneously in Australia because the same, the biophoton information exchange is a scalar wave. It is completely independent of distance. It transmits information instantly. Okay, this is an Austrian, a lot of this was done with Austria, phys, Austrian physicists. And, and this is what happened is with all of this. Schauberger, he, in fact, Austin, the physicist Schauberger, he talked about this in detail. He did the initial research and he said the USA stole all of his secrets. He did a lot of this using water vortexes and changing molecular structure. And so what's interesting about all of this stuff, again, let me make it easy for you, Joe, as far as understanding what a wave is. Because I had so much of this in physics in college, it just makes sense to me very easily because I was trained in it. Okay. If, you take a if you take a water hose and you get it loose and you pick it up and you shake it, it sends a wave down the water hose, okay, okay. like a loop. And the loop will, loop will end by itself. What a radio wave is, it's a wave that basically is the same thing. It's a frequency modulation. That's what it's called. It's how many loops you get per second. Like 91.1 FM, it has X amount of 91.1 loops. Now, if you take the exact same radio wave, but you make it inverted, so the top of the loop is the bottom of the loop, that wave will cancel itself out. In other words, it just becomes straight. It's a straight line. And then if you take two of those longitudinal waves and you lay them on top of each other, it becomes a scalar wave. Now, in order to do this, you have to have a phased array dish set, uh, antenna system. Remember what HARP is up in Alaska. 
It is a phased array antenna system. And because these things have to operate at 30, 60, and 90 degree angles and how that's how they work. And so the HARP system can focus these waves, turn them into scalar waves, and go all the way up into space and heat up giant sections of the ionosphere almost instantaneously. They're used in the military domain because they can heat up a large section of the atmosphere through which a rocket's traveling. Let's say you have an ICBM coming in from Europe or from Russia or from China. The ICBM would have to come through the back through the atmosphere to re-enter. And they can heat up the atmosphere in front of it to 10,000 degrees, which will melt the rocket. So as soon as it hits the 10,000 degree pocket of air, it completely destroys it without detonating the warhead. Okay, that's how it's used in the military domain. And we can talk more about how it's used from the CIA and the secret domain and all the stuff they do with it. If you'd like tonight, too, we can cover that in more detail because it's been a long time since we talked about this. And tonight I'd like to you know, take my time and go through it with you guys so it makes more sense to people. But what yeah, Jesus... I, I'd like to say this, and this is not uh, based on any Bible verse or scriptural uh, interpretation, but I was told that you know each one of us as believers have a certain frequency and or I don't want to say aura, but almost that uh, there will be technology in the future that the military uh, slash New World Order will use, and they'll be able to identify Christians because Christians uh, or believers in Jesus resonate or have something special about them that is uh, not something we can see with the physical eye, more in the spiritual realm. Be careful if body. you use the word or because it has new age connotations. That's why, that's why I said, yeah, I don't want to use the word or. No, 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 I'm being, I'm being facetious right now. Because, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you, you have no idea. Well, I guess you would know how much trouble people get into for saying words that have different meanings to different people. <laughs> and for those yeah. of you who don't know what I just said or why I said it, and the ones that you are laughing right now, you know exactly why I said what I said. But the or is the energy field that surrounds the, the, uh, the, the human being, and it's because we're basically an electrical machine. It's like if you have a magnet, it has an energy field around it. I mean, nobody can dis disclaim that. I mean, it's invisible energy around a magnet. A electric yeah. motor is the same thing. It can, it can turn into electromagnet and motor, which is how it works. We put out that same type of energy field around our bodies. In fact, the frequency yeah. you're talking about, Joe, determines our hair color, our eye color, and everybody's got an exact frequency of vibration because all we are is a giant vibration in the giant vibration of the universe in the harmonics of the universe. The frequency of a human is nothing more than the measuring the scalar potential of his or her biophotons. That's it. That's how it works. This is why when Moses came off the mountain, he glowed. He literally was glowing. He had to pull a sheet over his face because everybody got so scared. Now, what's interesting about this is whenever the angels show up and they come out of their dimension, into our dimension, they're bright white lights and they're glowing. Even Jesus, when he was resurrected, when he saw the, the first of the disciples that were there, and Mary that was there, I guess it was Mary at the tomb, he says, do not touch me for I have not yet returned to the Father. Chances are he was extremely hot because he had come from, he had come from either an anionic or a cationic state from another dimension, and so he's probably really glowing at extreme high temperature. Because, you know, in the next life that we're in, we're going to be of flesh and bone, not of blood. And see, people need to understand how all of this works from a physics standpoint. I was first exposed to this, 35 years ago by a, name, by a guy by the name of Dr. Kerry Reams. So what is interesting about that, we all have our exact frequency DNA. And what they've done, because they've put us and filled us full of piezoelectric crystals that attach themselves to our DNA, these piezoelectric crystals were like little transmitters. 
they actually use the Morgellons antenna, which is they have also implanted in us through the chemtrails, to tie into the artificial matrix around us, which is the World Wide Web, which is our iPad, which is our telephones, which is our internet, which is the Wi-Fi signal, which are the Gwen Towers, which are all of these different things, and they can actually transmit our exact DNA, our exact frequency, to the artificial intelligence, and I'm sure at that point in time, it can distinguish by the energy field that we're putting out, Joe, whether or not we're yeah. a Christian or not. And Ted, I listen to this. There's an article today out of the independent.co.uk uh, that talks about uh, the title of the article is What Believing in God Does to Your Brain. And it gets into uh, frequencies here. It talks about you know the parts of your brain, well, the, the parts of your brain you have to uh, let go. You know they say logic and reason in order to accept faith. But they said they did a research um, published uh, in the journal uh, PLOS One found uh, this that the relationship between the belief in God and measures of analytic thinking and moral concern in eight experiments using a uh, between 159 and 527 adult partic- participants, it says both spiritual and empathetic concern positively associated with frequency of prayer or meditation. Neither were predicted by social contact, such as church dinners associated with re- religious affiliation. So wh- what it says here is that the uh, faith acts or is in a, uh, activated in a different part of your brain, and that frequency is is a part of this that it emits a a certain frequent frequency that's positively associated with prayer or meditation that's right that's right in fact let's just talk about the blood for a second and so i'm trying not to get in trouble on your show here so i'm going to keep this thing as physics oriented and biologically oriented as i possibly can tonight the blood is the compound that integrates all of the physical and spiritual functions of the organs it, it actually allows the movement of the energies. The blood also relates to the concept of heredity, DNA, and heritage. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes when I give you the big climax of the first part of this show when we talk about the blood of Christ here on Good Friday. So what people need to understand is the blood of Jesus and the power of the blood that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But remember, this frequency that we have, this scalar wave frequency, I remember our pastor a few weeks ago, and I mentioned this on a show several months ago. In fact, it was several months ago. He was talking about how a lady was hooked up in a hospice center, and her brain waves were being monitored, and they were looking at her energy that was coming out of her brain. And then she started praying right before she died, and it pegged the scale greater than a 50,000-watt amplifier coming out of her brain because it generated scalar waves coming out of her brain. The scalar waves pick up the energy fields from the planet, and they're magnified. That's what Tunguska was all about. That's what I believe happened with the Warkincliffe Tower in 1908 with Tesla. I believe he was trying to transmit energy into the North Pole. He shot over the North Pole, hit that part of Russia, and thousands of square miles were destroyed. I mean, laid those trees down flat. It's the energy fields that picks up the energy from the planet itself, and that's the same thing that happens when we pray. See, we're in quantum mechanics here now. Because of Schauberg and all and Maxwell and the field equations, they've taken the field equations of Maxwell out of the books as far as the scalar potential and the fourth dimensional interface. But what happens is these scalar waves, they know no time or distance. 
they go interdimensionally. That's why they can transmit from here to a light to a to a to a, to a, to a uh, star cluster a hundred million light years away instantaneously. That's what prayer does. So when you pray something and you pray it fervently and you put out these scalar waves here on this planet, it crosses the time space barrier. It goes interdimensionally and it transfers itself across the universe instantaneously. And when they were talking to uh, Kurzweil when he was leaving and retiring all the things that he was doing and, and to change jobs, they were asking him about the next type of energy. And then one of the guys asked him, is thought the new energy? And he goes, now you're getting close. Now you're starting to understand. See, it's the scalar wave potential that changes everything. This is why the Bible tells us that we have to pray. This is why I pray with my family every single day because I've learned it changes the very fabric of space-time. The prayer does. And see, and Jesus knew that. And that's why he said when the demons couldn't be cast out by the disciples, he said, this type of demon only comes out through prayer and fasting. Because the fasting makes you focus more. You're praying, your scalar waves, etc. So even Jesus was talking about prayer and fasting on a regular basis. And he even taught the disciples how to pray. Now, if it sounds to you guys like I'm sold out to Jesus, you're absolutely right. I was saved in this April of, two, of 1979 while in graduate school at Florida State University. And it was an interesting story. I don't think I've ever told you this on the air. The semester before that, I was taking a class that I wasn't used to taking, and I wasn't doing as well in this class as I needed to. And I'm a pretty good student. I made a lot of A's. I made more A's, I think, than anything else. And I was praying, and I had been praying as a child, as a Lutheran, but I would really fallen away from the faith, and I really had never been truly born again as an adult. And what happened is, I remember, I sat on the edge of my bed. I was living in a little place called the Willows Apartment up there in Tallahassee in graduate school. And I prayed. I said, Lord, you know, I really don't pray to you. I haven't really haven't prayed in a long time. But I got a deal for you. You get me through this class, which I really want to get through, uh, I'll make it up to you. I'm kind of playing poker chips with God, right? And all of a sudden, uh, I, I said, Amen. And so I kind of just did that little prayer. And it was kind of interesting because the following semester... <laughs> I'm telling you my whole life story. Hope you guys are enjoying my little life story here on how I got saved. The following semester, there was this beautiful brunette in one of my classes. It was this graduate psychology class that I was taking that was called Infant Mother Attachment. And I needed to complete my degree in psychology while I was also doing my uh, MBA program at Florida State. I was finishing my fourth college degree, third and fourth at the same time. And I remember her name was Melinda. I'm not going to give out her last name out of respect to her. And she was gorgeous. She was a brunette with blue eyes. I mean, just stunningly beautiful woman. And uh, I started talking to her in class. Well, I ended up going out on a date with her, and she ended up inviting me to church about two months later. And I thought to myself, my goodness, you know, God's cashing in these chips that I prayed about last semester already. So I went to church with her, and for the first time I heard the gospel preached about being born again, being baptized, you know, repentance, and all of the things that we know now as believers that we're supposed to do that the modern church has somewhat forgotten. And I remember I told Melinda... I said, uh, I need to get born again. And she was so shocked, I'll never forget that. And sure enough, a couple Sundays later, they wanted to baptize me in front of the church, and they did. And I was born again, and I was my whole life completely and totally changed. And so the, that's what happened to me. And see, that's the power of prayer and the power of commitment. But see, I never made a 
commitment to man or to the pastor. I understood who my Savior was. I understood who my Redeemer was. And when I was born again, I was born again for keeps. I've never fallen away. I've never backslid. I've never done any of that. Now, have I sinned and done things wrong? Absolutely, yes. I continue to do that on, the, on a regular basis, and I always ask God to forgive me. But I realize that to whom much has been forgiven, much is required. And I began to realize that at a very, very young age. And then we started Health Masters, which was under Brower Marking, Brower & Associates, uh, back in the early 80s, and then we've transitioned to the health masters with the World Wide Web. And so we've been in business now for 35 years, basically uh, marketing the finest, highest quality supplements in the world. And uh, the same supplements I take are the same ones that I manufacture for you guys. So we all take the same stuff, unless you think that I'm doing something different. But that's how the blood works. Let's talk about Morgellons for a second. Because of this 30, 60, 180 degree angles for scalar waves, this is what happens when you pray over water and you have holy water. This actually happens to water. It physically changes its molecular structure when you pray over water and you bless the water. Okay. Also, when water moves at high speeds, it causes a water vortices and it up-concentrates scalar potential. When water will actually self-ionize if it's moved at more than 200 meters per second, it will start to glow and shine blue, and it will actually change itself and become electrically charged and start producing a current, almost like an electromagnetic pulse. This is what happened in the field density strengths of the ley lines on the planet. You actually have this energy being produced by this water moving at these high speeds in the planet. This is where they built their pyramids. It creates a 10,000 time field density over standard electrical current. It's incredible what water will do. These ley lines then encircle the planet. This is where Stonehenge and these other sites were built to concentrate energy. This creates scalar potential and it brings the fourth dimension into reality. Okay, this is what happens. When the oceans of the deep opened and the power of the Holy Spirit released and split the continents, all of these energy producing devices were shut down. That's why they don't work anymore. That's why they're just there. And remember, apparently, quote, fallen angels don't eat what we think of as they should eat. In fact, when you looked at the, quote, unquote, aliens that were found in the Roswell crash, they had no intestinal tract. They had no rectum. They, apparently, they consume biophotons from other species as their energy source. Hence, that's why it says that Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who may be devoured. And as Christians, we have got to wrap our heads around the fact that angels aren't from around here, okay? Neither are demons. These things are not supposed to be here, but they're here. They've been with us for thousands and thousands of years. We, whatever you want to call them, it doesn't make any difference. But remember, these biophotons that the DNA uses to transmit information that can be converted to scalar waves and potential. Hence the black magic human sacrifice rituals. They're doing the same thing to extract the maximum energy to control the intention field, which creates the reality of the hologram that we live in, according to quantum physics, which have proven this. This is transmitted through the 6th through 12th dimensions. This is, again, why they force all of this negative energy on the planet. It is their food source. In other words, they, we are there's food source from the energy that we produce. This is why these Hollywood people get together in these circles of 13 and sacrifice humans because these beings are being fed from this. And when they get fed from this, this is what, this is what Hollywood is all about. Then they turn around and they change the attention field on the planet and they give these guys all the stuff they want, their planes and their trains and their homes and their lifestyles. But it costs them. It costs them their soul. The smart of the part of the smart dust is more gelons. These are self-replicating hollow fibers based on a fungus, but they're more than that. 
They're also microinsecticide fungi who are part of the plant family. They're across the main species. That's what they are. They steal the, these things actually steal the DNA from insects when they create a fruiting body. And this is where Jelen's fungus brings this fungus to human DNA, and they are basically indestructible in the body. It is horrible to get rid of these things. That's why you have to maintain your system with a healthy protocol for maintaining the immune system, which we have at healthmasters.com on the front page, right under the Hagman blood sugar protocol and the Hodges healthy joint protocol. Many of these Morgellons sufferers have had a background in black magic. I'm going to repeat that. Many of the Morgellons sufferers have had a black background in black magic, and many of them are contaminated by heavy metals. A lot of them have a lot of tattoos, which can contaminate you with heavy metals. Okay. Then what, ha what, it, what happens is, you know, they, they literally drain the energy out of these people. That's why the sorcerers they made a big, they make, some, they make a deal with these demonic entities to feed them, possessed by them. Hence the sacrifices. In return, they give them the power in this hologram to give them stuff that they want, including power and, and things. So when we look at why, you know, we ha we have to ask ourselves why are we the victims? Well, ninety percent of hu humans live as victims. Less than one percent of the evil ones dominate the rest of the planet. We must reconnect with God through Jesus Christ to take control of our reality. This is oneness with God that all of us need, but few of us have ever obtained. The Bible says, wide is the gate that leads to destruction, but narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. And this is what people need to understand. We have taken our energy, and we have elected these officials in Washington, and Doug, you'll attest to this, almost probably 40 to 50% of these guys are involved in things they shouldn't do, amoral activities, including pedophilia, adultery, homosexuality, all of these things they're being blackmailed for by the Secret Service, etc., or the CIA, and so they vote certain ways at certain times in order to facilitate this black magic. And we have taken that energy, we have given them the power, the politicians over us, the politicians have given it to the military, the military has given that back to the CIA, the CIA has given it to the sorcerers and these black magicians, and they're tying it back into the AI, the artificial computer that's going to tie into us through this Morgellons antenna that they are basically putting into us via all of these chemtrails. That's why you have to keep yourself, you know, cleaned up and not allow yourself to be taken over by this stuff. It's so, so very important because when they spray us with these piezoelectric crystals, they're absorbed by our body. They're, they're microwavable. So when they hit us with the Harper energy waves, it can actually change our energy and it shifts our frequency and we can start up converting microwave energy to biodigestible light, which is what these demons apparently eat. Now, this is all just, this is all this research that I've done. It's deep, deep, deep into this research. Now, I haven't seen any of this as far as double blind research studies. This sends light into the DNA, reading out the information of the DNA. That's exactly what you were talking about earlier, Joe, and how they know our DNA. This is processed by the Morgellons antenna and processed by the artificial intelligence community to read our state of mind. They can insert energy through heart, through these antenna fields, using the sea-based radar domes, the Gwen towers, the cell towers, the Doppler radars, all of these cell towers around the planet globally to put the right frequency they want through us. Last night, my last phone call on coast to coast was a military man who was involved in the Gulf War in 2003. That's when they tested all of this stuff. This was all tested in 2003. And what they, let me read you the article on that that I pulled up on that. And what they did is that they actually went in and they wanted to, to do a beta test on this to see how it worked. They spent $10 billion on this testing to what they to do what they call to, to, um, 
optimize the cluster topology on how it actually worked inside of these people before they were being tested. And this is what happens with the people who get this more gel and stuff inside of them because they basically get to the point where this stuff is growing out of them if they can't control their own immune systems. Now, if your immune system is strong, it's not going to do that to you. It simply can't because your body will take care of it. Our body has been much, much, much more powerful than they ever thought it would be because they don't know how to turn it off pretty much. But I'm going to talk about the blood of Jesus and what that does in just a second. Hang on a second, Ted. Let me ask you a question here. I think this is the appropriate time to ask this question. Sure. Because you are in the nutrition field. You have degrees and, you know, you're, well, you've got your degrees. If, what I'm hearing you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I've gotten this question a couple of times over the last couple of years. The stronger and healthier your body is, and by, by through, for example, taking nutritional supplements, taking the, the um, nutrients, the uh, vitamins, minerals, whatever you might call them, the supplements that, that you sell, by the way, but regardless of that, because of our, the deficiency in the, the our foods creates a stronger physical body, which in turn creates a stronger spiritual body presence is that true or is that um in other words is okay well, let me simplify that question uh somebody with more gelons does that affect their spiritual component or well i personally believe that once you're connected to god and his dimension through the holy spirit i believe that you're complete in him and i believe he will make you complete I believe the more gelons will really affect you in a negative way if your body is sick and you're not able to get to the point where you need to get to be healed. We're going to talk about that in a minute with the blood of Jesus because by his stripes we were healed. By the shedding of his blood we were healed. Without the shedding of blood there is no sacrifice for sins. But the truth is, Doug, you're absolutely right. It's very difficult for a, for a sick Christian to be an effective witness to a healthy heathen. I'm just being honest with you guys now. Right. If you're sick all the time and you're trying to convert somebody to Christianity who works out and is in great shape, who looks great and feels great, all of a sudden they're like, you know, why do I want what you've got? Well, I've got the righteous peace and joy through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but you're sick all the time and you're always on these diseases. You've got all these drugs. You're hallucinating all the time. You're always in bed. You've always got a cold. I just don't want what you've got. See, that's what we need to understand as Christians. It's our responsibility to learn what we need to learn. I'll never forget, Doug. Man, that's a great question you ask. I'll never forget. Years ago, I was teaching a class at Carpenter's Home Church, and I was there for, gosh, four years. We had over 5,000 people go through the class. Sometimes we'd have 50, 150 people at one time in the class. And I'll never forget, I had this, this, this couple that was really, really attentive, and they were always in the class. They were there every single week for about a month and a half. And it was a series of about 14 lectures that I went through on a regular basis which allowed these people to learn all kinds of stuff about body chemistry, about pH, about everything. And finally, one day, they just disappeared. And when somebody sits on the front row and they're very attentive, you miss them. You, 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 you notice that they're not there. So finally, one day, I'm walking through the parking lot of Carpenter's Home Church, which has since been torn down. It's a huge, huge 10,000-seat facility. And I walk through the parking lot, and these guys weren't there. I mean, they were, they were there, but they weren't coming to class anymore. And I asked him, I said, guys, you know, what happened? Why are you not coming to the class anymore? 
And they used the scripture. They said, for them who, for he who knows what to do and doesn't do it, for that, that person, it's a sin. And quite frankly, Ted, we didn't want to know anymore because we didn't want to be held accountable for what we knew because we weren't doing it. And I said to him, I said, well, guys, that's kind of awful, isn't it? I mean, how are you going to help yourself and your family and your children to prevent heart disease, diabetes, cancer, ADD, autism? The list goes on and on and on. And they said, well, it doesn't matter. We're just going to go ahead and just walk by faith and not by sight. And I said, okay, well, you can always walk by faith. Never saw them again. But the point is this. That's the vast majority of Christians, Doug. You know, we talk about the Hagman blood sugar protocol and how your sugars were over 500 or right at 500. And we were able to bring them down to normal with just in a few months by changing your diet and by changing your lifestyle and having you take supplements. Or Dave Hodges was able to avoid knee surgery. Or we have the healthy immune system protocol. Or how I was able to get over pericarditis, which almost killed me when I was in bed for three months. I mean, all of these things we talk about and all of the testimonials that I've read and talked about, but a lot of people simply don't get it. But folks, listen to me tonight. The book of Ecclesiastes says, for every time there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a time for everything under the, under the sun. There's a time for you to change and there's a time for you not to change. Tonight's that time for you to change. I'm just telling you that. I'm, gonna, I'm going into detail with this stuff, even more so than we did the first time we went over it with you guys back in November. Uh, the, pre- the primary reason I picked tonight is because it's Resurrection Weekend. Today is Good Friday. And because I didn't get a chance to cover it last night on Coast to Coast, and I know i got a boatload of people that are listening right now wanting to know from coast to coast how in the world this thing works, which I'm fixing to talk about in just a second. But the thing about this is, guys, listen, please. If you're not going to change your diet, if you're not going to stop eating the things that you know are making you sick, when are you? I had a friend of mine. He's had a horrible time with his prostate. A horrible time with his prostate. I kept telling him, dude, it's the glyphosate. It's the GMO foods. It's the chemicals in your water. It's all of this stuff. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I said, okay, okay, okay. Now it's to the point he's in his mid-50s. He's about to have to have his prostate removed, which pretty much for most guys means that's, that means they're, they're, they're going to be impotent from that point on. So now he's stressed out. His PSAs are through the roof. And finally, I said to him, I said, I finally found the research, and I called him up today. He's a good friend. And I said, Mike, listen to me. I said, one of the primary causes of prostate problems in men is the use of Roundup, glyphosate. Monsanto proved it with their own research back in the 70s. I've got the documentation releasing it through the Freedom of Information Act. You have plenty of money. You've got to start eating organic. You have to stop doing this to your body and uh, you know, keeping this yo-yo weight going on. Today needs to be the day that you turn your life around. See, that's the question you have to ask yourself tonight if you're listening. What am I doing? What's it doing to me? And is that okay? What am I doing? What's it doing to me? And is it okay? If you're eating or you're smoking or you're drinking and you're doing all of these things you shouldn't ought to do, ask yourself, what's it doing to me? And is it okay? It's the same thing when I talk to my kids. I'll say to them, who are you hanging out with? What's it doing to you? And is it okay? And then variable, they say, well, Dad, you know, it's not really helping my attitude. I don't think I need to hang out with this person anymore. The same thing that's true. I mean, if we know that cigarettes cause high blood pressure, and we know that cigarettes cause cancer, and we know that alcohol causes pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, cirrhosis of the liver, alcoholism, osteoporosis, and breast cancer, if we know all of these things, and we know that, that we know that from the research, and now there's like 20 different types of cancer that's caused by glyphosate, when is it going to be time to change all of this? So that's an excellent question, Doug. Christians in general need to realize that I understand that we're saved by grace through faith through our Lord Jesus Christ. But if God continually renews our DNA through the blood of Christ, 
through scalar waves and frequencies, why are we constantly doing the things that are going to damage our DNA? Why are we doing that? Why are we continually doing that? To me, that's testing God, and we shouldn't be allowed to do that as far as the Scripture tells us not to do that. It tells us not to test God. Even Jesus himself, when he was tested by Satan to step off the temple, you know, he basically said, no, don't test the Lord your God. Uh, last year, when I was viciously attacked because I'd used the word correctly but had different meanings to it, Doug, I never lashed back in anger, and I still haven't done that. I've never mentioned any names on my shows. I apologize multiple times because I knew that it's the love of God that separates us. We have to have unity of the believer through our spirit. That's what the book of John says. That's why I started with that scripture tonight. We've, we have to be different than the heathen. If somebody stumbles and falls as a Christian, we've got to say, hey, wait, guys, let's go ahead and pick him back up. Let's dust him off. Let's show him a better way to go. Maybe we shouldn't be sitting here and you know, killing our wounded and tearing people apart. And see, that's the whole goal. And so, yes, we need to be the best we can be for Jesus Christ every single day of our lives. We need to be thankful to God Almighty for the fact that we have Resurrection Sunday and that our sins are forgiven as far as the East is from the West and that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ and with God Almighty in the highest dimension that there is in the universe and that He's got us tied to Him through the Holy Spirit and that all we have to do is believe in Him, believe in His name, ask for forgiveness, repent, and He ties us up with Him forever. And He shares His omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipotence with us, and He gives us authority over these lower dimensions that we're in, and it puts Lucifer under our feet. That's what the Word of God says that we have through Christ Jesus. We're not going to elevate ourselves through multiple dimensions. We're not going to do any of that stuff. God does that for us when we accept Jesus Christ. See, that's what the difference is between what I believe and what Christians believe and what the New Age believe. They believe you could transcend and go higher in these dimensional frequencies by yourself, by your own works, and by thinking positive things. That's not true. It doesn't work that way. And that's why they're empty and shallow, and they're constantly always looking for something else, something else, something else. We don't have to look for something else. We've got the answer through Christ Jesus. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's forever our Redeemer and our Savior. And he continues to transmit these healing frequencies. In fact, let me read this real quick. I'm going to uh, share before you do, I just want to, you mentioned something. Okay, this being Resurrection Sunday, this being Good Friday. I just want to just want to make this clear because Ted, we we get a lot of emails and and people will lash out at us saying you are celebrating a pagan holiday. Uh, I just want to make this statement. We understand the pagan origins of Easter. We understand the okay, Astera the pagan religions from the Mediterranean area, era, area, and the era in which the major seasonal holiday of religious celebrations and such, we, we understand that. We are celebrating the resurrection That's of right. our Lord and Savior. We're That's not right. celebrating Shoot. the, we're, yeah, we're not pagans, okay? We are, I just want to be clear because people will say, oh, you're, you know, uh, you know, it's, this has nothing to do with the Easter bunny. This has nothing no, to do. Nope. nope. Okay. It's not a fertility ritual. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to make that perfectly clear because inevitably, you know, look, I can tell you that our email box is going to explode by saying, well, you're celebrating uh, Easter. No, we're not. We're celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I defend my right to do so. And if you don't think that's right, then whatever, do whatever you want to do. Well, the, so, the, right. the, the problem with all of this stuff, okay, and here's the thing. When the pagans from the Roman Catholic, from the, when the pagans from the Roman Empire took over the church in the 4th century, around 323 with Constantine, they brought in all of these religious pagan festivals 
Okay, and we can go into detail with them. And the, and the people are absolutely right. And when we worship Yeshua, it has nothing to do with this. That's why you've heard me say over and over again, it's Resurrection Sunday. It's Resurrection Weekend. I try not even to use the word Easter because I know what it means. I know it's Yahweh. I know it's Yeshua. And I know that we need to return back to the first and second century church before the Roman Catholic Church bastardized Christianity is what they did. They brought all this heathen crap into it. It was awful what they did. You say, well, you shouldn't say crap. Well, whatever. You, you use the word that comes to your mind. But the point is this. They, they, they changed it. And then they turned it into a control grid. The church has been a control matrix since the third century with Constantine, where they made it part made it part of the Roman Catholic. The Roman Catholic Church took over Christianity and made it a state religion. And it's been used to control and enslave people now for thousands of years. We've got to return back to the first century church. We've got to return back to the books of the Bible. We've got to return back to walking in love and in unity. And sure, you may not like what I say. I'm okay with that. You don't have to like everything that I say. But here's the thing. You know that I'm saved. I believe in the virgin birth. I believe Jesus Christ was born of the flesh. I believe all of those things. And for people who have said to me and said publicly that I don't believe that, that's a lie. And you guys know it's a lie. You know I never said that. And I've clarified myself repeatedly on all of my shows and repeatedly on your show, Doug. And I, I want people to know that I'm completely 100% sold out to Jesus Christ. I am not a New Ager. But I do believe in physics. I don't stick my head in the sand and think that radar waves and energy waves are of the devil. I don't believe any of that stuff. It's physics. It's Newtonian physics. It's part of what's going on with the Maxwell Field equations. It's part of what's going on with Schauberger. All of this stuff is Einstein. It's all Isaac Newton. It's all of this. And we can't pretend like none of this stuff is real. We have to realize that the CIA is a black magic-inspired organization. When they stop doing this... This, when they were, they were actually doing this uh, remote viewing, when that program came to an end, they actually brought witches into the CIA to do spells. And the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations was started in 1946. It's basically through the CIA of Naval Intelligence, Doug, you know that, and that we know these are all black magic institutions. They're the black brotherhood, you know, and they all sit in the same street out there in Silicon Valley. you got Singularity University with Kurzweil, the founder, and, and Google with Kurzweil, and, and the headquarters of NASA, which is basically right down the street. These are all black brotherhood organizations. Look at the Jack Parsons, the rocket scientist back from the 40s who was doing satanic incantations and satanic worship openly. We know all of this, and we also know that Werner von Braun became a Christian while he was living in Texas, a Baptist church. He got saved, and after he quote-unquote did the moonshot, he had enough of all of this. He left NASA, and of course he died a couple of years later from a fast-acting cancer because he was a born-again Christian. See, Werner von Braun had an epiphany. He changed. He didn't want to be part of this anymore and all the lies. We have been lied to so much since 1913 with the founding of the Federal Reserve Bank and again when the United States went bankrupt in 1933 and then again with the Exchange Stability Fund in 1934 and the seizing of the gold in 1933 with the black operations, the CIA, the Roswell crash, all of this stuff. We've got well, to realize that we've got to stand for what the, what the truth is, guys. You're absolutely right. We do have to stand Amen. up for the truth. And uh, especially in a day and age where the truth is considered hate speech, it's, uh, you know, op op opposite of what the world wants, opposite of what the media is promoting. 
and it is going to take a godly people to stand up for the truth of the Lord. We'll be right back with Dr. Ted Brewer, healthmasters.com. Also, tune into his show at 3 to 4 p.m. here on Global Star Radio Network each and every day on Sundays 7 to 8. We'll be right back with Ted Brewer. This is the Global Star Radio Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this very special edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Our guest tonight, Dr. Ted Brower, healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com. Folks, if you, uh, whatever situation you may have physically, healthmasters.com, visit their website, uh, check out their products, their vast array of products, very many. That's healthmasters.com. In my view, in our view, the best supplements, nutritional supplements on the planet. And, and you know, it, we don't, of course, I say that, and, and people say, well, you're just saying that because he's on. No, no, no. You know, I could tell the difference when I take, for example, if I, if I feel myself getting a cold, I take vitamin C from Ted Doc, uh, from Health Masters. You compare that vitamin C to, to Walmart, Walgreens, or any other uh, type of uh, uh, nutritional supplement. It's, you can tell the difference. I can tell the difference. I can't make any medical claims, but I can tell the difference. And I can tell you this, um, his blood sugar protocol straightened me right out and talked to Dave Hodges about, about his, uh, um, and my wife, her arthritis is actually improving. So visit healthmasters.com and don't forget to subscribe to, to his newsletter. I mean, to have that information delivered to you right in your mailbox is fantastic. Also, I want to mention AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. Now, they had a great presence at the Hear the Watchman conference. AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. Just a fantastic, um, their, their food line, their Thrive brand food line. They can offer, and, and I've seen this, uh, you, you go, well, I, again, I've got to be careful what I say because, you know, it, <laughs> You go on various websites, even the the websites of the products themselves, and price it out. And I have to say that American Survival Wholesale beats everybody in terms of quality uh, with their product and quantity. Well, of course, the quality would be the same if you're talking about a specific brand. However, the the the, uh, uh, the uh, price the price per serving. Is just phenomenal. That's American Survival Wholesale. All things survival related. AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. And one one last mention. I just want to thank everyone who's taken an interest in uh, something that is very personal personal to me, and that is my new book, Stained by Blood. And I just want to say thank you so much for those who have ordered on Amazon. It's up there on Amazon now. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, and thank you for all of your kind emails. And yes, um, every everyone who wants a, a signed copy will get one. And but you'll have to wait until next week. Um, but for those of you who just want to, to buy it on Amazon, it's available there. And uh, the link, by the way, the website for the book. If you want to, if you want to read the backstory, and I think it's important, 
is stainedbyblood.com. Ted, thanks for allowing me to take a little bit of your time there to uh, do some housekeeping. Welcome well, back. Doug, it's your show. I love this being on the show. By the way, there is another coupon for Resurrection Weekend. And I'm saying Resurrection Weekend, the resurrection of Yeshua. Remember, this pagan holiday feast at this time of the year right now actually runs about 40 days, which is a high sacrifice region right now with the cult. And so it's a weird place to be in the middle of all of this stuff. But I tell you what, I believe in the blood of Christ. And uh, we have a coupon for you right now for all the listeners, Doug5, D-O-U-G-5. It's going to run through the end of this month. It's for, for Resurrection Weekend. It's Doug5. It's a 5% discount on our water treatment systems, our distillation systems. Everything across the board is 5%. Even the, uh, the the packages where you buy two, get one half price, everything's half 5% off. Everything. The books, the packages. If you go to the bodybyted.com website, we bundled a bunch of books together last night for George Norris show. The bodybyted.com website, everything's 5% off for you on that, on that, that site also. And also we've got the healthmasters.com website. On the front of that website, we've got the Hagman blood sugar protocol, the Hodges healthy joint protocol, the healthy immune system protocol. And guys, I'm not making any medical claims. I'm just saying these are healthy protocols and that we guarantee you that you're going to feel great or you can send the stuff back. Our water treatment system is so good, we give you a 90-day guarantee. If after 90 days you don't like that water treatment system, you send it back. But let me ask you guys a question. If I gave you a fresh glass of water and I walked over with a jar that had skull and crossbones on it that said rat poison, and I took just a few sprinkles of rat poison and I dumped it in your water, and I said, oh, by the way, there's not enough rat poison here to kill you. Trust me, drink this. You're going to look at me like I'm stone cold insane. And you're going to say, what is wrong with you, Brower? You're a research biochemist. You spent 400 hours in the biochemical genetics lab at Florida State University. There's absolutely no way I'm putting rat poison in my body in any concentration. And I'd say, you're absolutely right. You shouldn't drink it. I'd pour the water out. Fluoride is rat poison, guys. It's rat poison. Chlorine is poison to the thyroid gland. So you're drinking the chlorine, you're drinking the fluoride, you're drinking the glyphosate. Almost every well in the United States, and they've been tested, probably over 90% are contaminated with glyphosate. It's in the air, it's on the food, it's everywhere. In fact, 99% of all European Germans are contaminated with glyphosate because they drink beer, and the hops and all the things they use to manufacture the beer are contaminated with glyphosate. So you got to get away from all of this poison. And we're going to talk about glyphosate in just a second. But let's go ahead to thehealthmasters.com. I'm going to read you this real quick. This is Cain killing Abel. Genesis chapter 4, verse 10. The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now, what it talks about here, this book, that word cries, I've got it in my notes. It means to act like, like thunder. It's transmitting to God as thunder. And to, if you go ahead and you read in the book proclaim. of Hebrews, yeah. in the book of Hebrews, it says Jesus, and this is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 23, 24, it says, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So the blood is crying out from the ground. Let's find out who Jesus was. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through him he made the universe. 
The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. That's what the Bible says about who Jesus Christ is. Now, when Jesus Christ was born of the flesh through the Virgin Mary, he then suffered and died for us, and his blood was shed. And we've already talked about scalar waves and how blood emits scalar waves. And if you're on the other side of the planet, you'll, you'll, submit, you'll emit the same chemicals, according to a top German physicist. I'm going to repeat this because you may miss the first part of the show. If I take a pint of your blood out of your body and I keep it alive with oxygen at the perfect temperature and you live in Pennsylvania and I ship this blood to Australia on the other side of the planet and this blood's in a laboratory and I have you watch a scary movie in Pennsylvania, the scalar waves of that blood will talk to the blood through the the planet itself because it's fourth dimensional and it will have the blood on the other side of the planet secrete the same chemicals the same fear chemicals. That's how it works. That's what blood is so powerful. It's the energy field that transmits all of this stuff through the body. So that was by by physicist Vela out of Germany is the research that was done on that. Now, I've not seen the research. I'm quoting him on that, but I believe him because I understand how scalar waves work. Now, when we talk about the blood of Jesus, I am not trying to explain away a miracle. For this whole thing that he did for us is indeed a miracle, and it's beyond our comprehension of why he did what he did. It really is. So let's talk about the blood of Jesus and why it was necessary to shed blood. Because, Doug and Joe, this always bothered me until the Holy Spirit gave me this in a download. And, Doug, remember the same day I got this download, you called me or I called you. I don't remember anymore, and I was so excited. I said, Doug, let me read you what I just got down in the middle of this prayer time. And I read it to you. You go, wow, Ted, that's powerful. Now, this is what God gave me. If you don't agree with it, you can go back just believe in what you believe and be done with it. This is what I believe because I feel the Holy Spirit gave this to me. It's not to explain away a miracle. It's just the physics of how things work because I love to know how things work. When I was a kid, I used to take everything apart and try to put it back together again. Most of the time, I could get things back together again. And so I never understood why it was necessary for Jesus to shed blood because there's so many of the satanic religions, it's always drinking blood. It's the shedding of blood. I never understood why we had to do the communion, take, eat, this is my body, take, drink, this is my blood. I understood it had to do with the lamb and Passover. I, I understand all that. And the covenant, I understand all of that. But I couldn't really understand the entire thing of take, drink, this is my blood, except for the Passover lamb. Now I understand it. God and Jesus are basically the same being. We know that because it's just said so. It's exact the exact representation of his radiance. Now, they're different because it's the Son and it's the Father. And he was born of the Virgin Mary, born of the flesh. We understand that. And so Adam was the same thing. He was like also born of God, an exact representation of God, or created in God's image. So what we have to understand here is when the evil one saw that Adam had fallen, He was determined to contaminate Adam, and he did so until the flood of Noah. And it says also in Genesis chapter 6, and afterward. A lot of people have referred to Jesus or Yeshua, which is the correct name. Yeshua, I understand that, was the second Adam. This is why Yeshua's blood is so important, because it is Yahweh's blood. Jesus, the blood through plasma physics, carries the exact frequency, according to Hebrews, of the creator of the universe, God Almighty. This is simple cellular biology. God is omnipresent. He doesn't wear a watch. No time exists in the eternal now where he is, where he's beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and Omega. When his blood, the blood of Jesus, was spilled on the cross, 
Yahweh's blood, Yeshua's blood, through cellular communication, through light photons, and then through scalar waves, through the double helix Tesla step-up transmitter coil using today's vernacular, broadcasts perfect cellular DNA throughout time space and throughout all the dimensions continually for all eternity to restore our DNA and to give us our healing. This is why the book of Hebrews... In layman's terms, uh, the Lord's blood was shed and as uh, took on all sin as a covering for all man's sin. That's right. Just in layman's terms. That's right. And this is why the blood of Hebrews, and this is why the book of Hebrews says that the spilling of Jesus' blood covers us for all eternity. Exactly what you just said, Joe. Forever. Amen. His DNA transmitter from his spilled blood literally cries out like the blood of Cain and Abel, and it says in the book of Hebrews, through all the dimensions of space-time, rewriting our DNA to bring us back to God. When we accept Jesus Christ, our DNA is literally rewritten and restored by God Almighty. We become the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. Through Christ's sacrifice and the spilling of his blood, all of our sins are forgiven. We know that. As far as the east is from the west, this is why God no longer remembers them, because we are forgiven. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, this is how much God loves us, that when we accept Yeshua through faith, he literally rewrites our DNA, and we are restored to him in his heavenly realm, the mark of the beast will most likely rewrite human DNA. This is what Tom Horns also said. And that will become the DNA of the fallen one. That's why we cannot take the mark of the beast. Because remember, this war in the heavenlies has been going on for a millennium. It's probably how the asteroid belt was formed. Some pre-Adamic race decided to have a scalar wave fight, hit the doggone planet that was there, blew it into a million pieces, and now we have the asteroid belt. But when Jesus died on the cross, he said, It is finished. This is transhumanism that people don't understand when people want to become machines and they want to combine themselves with machines and want to live forever. These fallen demonic creatures are so angry because Jesus and God did this because they cannot turn off the DNA transmitter. This is from the cross because they're not omnipresent. Therefore, they are doing everything their power to corrupt human DNA. That's the chemtrails. That's the Morgellons. That's the GMOs. That's the glyphosate. That's the immunizations, all and just on and on and on. Through chemtrails, Morgellons, fluoride, vaccine, cancer, nagalase, drugs, GMOs, anything to destroy God's children. Now they're attacking the immune system in full force. But if we are saved by the blood of the Lamb, even though damaged, our DNA is renewed by continual DNA broadcast through all of time space, through the multiple dimensions, by the blood of Jesus Christ, by Yeshua. These fallen ones cannot stop the blood of Christ because they cannot go back in time because they're not omnipresent. The DNA of Christ from broadcasting continual DNA repair for all eternity. This is one of the reasons I believe that these forces are so angry and Lucifer runs around as a roaring lion seeking those who may devour because he may not devour us because we are covered by the blood of the Lamb. And see, that's what we need to understand. When we become a Christian, and we have the authority and the power of the cross and of the blood of Yeshua and the DNA restoration that he gives us when we are born again 
it completely changes us for all eternity. That's when we're connected to God in His dimension. He shares with us His omnipotence, His omnipresence, His 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 uh, His, His power, His, His all power. And that's why Lucifer is under our feet, and it gives us the authority to take charge of this planet. And I've told you guys repeatedly, guys, if we were all to get together in unity of the believer and of purpose from a scalar physics standpoint, we could literally change the hologram, the attention field, the reality of this planet overnight. And we could stop this onset of the book of Revelation. God would give us a, what should I say, a reprieve, so to speak, because the scripture is going to be fulfilled. We can't stop that. But maybe we could get another 20, 30, 40, 50 years. But the reality is this. We have to maintain the unity of the believer. Because if two people fight against each other, you're not going to get any unity of the purpose. If two people pray against each other, you're not going to get a unity of the purpose. And that's why we have to understand that we have to be at one with Yeshua, like the book of John said in the beginning of the show when I read that. Do you guys have any questions or comments on any of this? No. Uh, well, just a recap. Number one, when you talked about transhumanism and, and what uh, they, the globalists, uh, the Luciferians are trying to do, spelled out in Genetic Armageddon by Steve Quayle. You right. uh, were also talking about a number of different things that Paul McGuire talks about. As well right. as Josh Peck as, and his book Quantum Creation. Or Dan Duvall. Um, yeah. yeah. So what you've done, what you're doing here is, you know, again, connecting a lot of the dots and, and making it easier to understand why. And, and this is the other thing, too. You know, we, we there's such a, a pushback when you talk about the blood, and, and oh, yeah. I mean, there's such a pushback against the blood. It's a it's an amazing thing to see. So this is why this topic is so critical and so important. So no, I no question. It's just kind of you know, uh, um, an I mean, Doug, mainstream denominations in the, in the Christian circles, if you want to call them that, have taken the blood of Christ out of their hymnals. They don't want to sing about the blood. True. You know, we're bought, you know, we're saved by the blood of the lamb. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to, they don't want to sing those songs anymore. The blood, the blood, the holy blood. I mean, they don't want to sing about any of this stuff because they don't want to think about the fact that Yeshua spilled his blood. Most mainstream churches that have taken the cross from behind the pulpit, if they have a cross at all in their church, they put it in some obscure corner because it's not politically correct. You know, you're not a trendy if you have a cross in your church. I mean, it's ridiculous. If it wasn't for the cross and for the spilling of God's blood 2,000 years ago on Calvary, on Jesus' blood, then we would never have the redemptive power of the blood. By his stripes we were healed. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. And this is why Jesus died. This is why we celebrate communion for the restoration power of the Holy Spirit through the blood and through the body of Jesus Christ. This is why we do all of these things. This is why Christ called us to do these things. This is why it's about that. It's not about human sacrifice. It's not about the, the, the you know pedophilia and all these weird things these sickos do with these Satan people do. It's about the healing power of the blood of Jesus and the power that we have because of the sacrifice of Christ. Now, guys, if you don't like what I just said, then don't listen to me about this. Just listen to me about the nutrition stuff or whatever you want to listen to me about. But, guys, listen. It makes sense. And it doesn't diminish the cross. It doesn't diminish anything. What it does, it explains a lot about physics, about interdimensional physics, fourth-dimensional physics, and how his blood transmits these healing codes through all of time-space to the fourth dimension because we know the blood does that. And that these demons 
Lucifer is not omnipresent. He can't go back 2,000 years. He can't do that. He's not in the eternal now, as many, as many theologians call heaven. He's not yeah, there can, anymore. He can't go back in time like that. He's, he's here with us now. He can't go back. And so he if can't I could jump in. the transmitter off. The, uh, the uh, communion, taking communion. Hmm? This is my blood. Uh, that's right. This is my body. That's right. This intertwines exactly about, with what you're saying. Yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah. And so it ties it all together. And I had so many emails when we did the show back in November with you guys. So many people called me up and they emailed me and gosh, I mean, I mean, dozens and dozens of them. And they said, you know, finally, for the first time, we got an understanding of what this really means. See, the power that we've been given through the blood of Christ, through his redemptive power, through his sacrifice, through accepting him is unbelievable that he did this for us. Because, man, we, you know, we're pretty sinful beings. I mean, what happened? I mean, look what happened with Adam and Eve. We get all wrapped up with these fallen angels right after the doggone flood. These Nephilim start coming in. I mean, before the flood, the Nephilim start coming. These fallen angels start coming, breeding with all the women, creating all these monsters and giants and hybrids and everything else. And God just kind of looks at it and goes, wow, what a mess. And finally, it got so bad in Genesis chapter 6 before the flood that God said every man's thought was evil all of the time but Noah was righteous because his blood was pure he still had pure DNA again back to the blood again and then what happened is he used Noah's family to survive the flood but it says right there in the word they were there before and again afterward and again King David after the flood had to fight another giant Goliath see this is the thing remember when the children of Israel went into the promised land they said we are but grasshoppers in their eyes this is a land full of giants See, this whole thing with these fallen angels and these Nephilim has gone all the way back to the garden, all the way back to these druids that did all of this stuff, all the way back to Stonehenge, all the way back into the pre-Adamic races, probably all the way back to the civilizations that, that were here on this planet before we were here. But God's had enough of this now because the earth was formless and void. He separated the waters of the sea and he brought human beings back to this planet. Or well, well, he created them in his image this time. I don't know what was here before. He created them in his image according to the word of God is what we have. And then they still fell away. But he loved us yeah. so much that he was willing to send his son to die for us and to sacrifice for us so that we could be restored unto him. And that's the power of the cross. That's resurrection weekend. That's resurrection Sunday. That's Good Friday. And I praise God Almighty that he allowed Yeshua to do this and that Yahweh was willing to do this for us because he so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. And guys, I am humbled by the fact that he did this. I've been that way since 1979 when I accepted Yeshua. And I'll be that way for the rest of my life. And I'd make no bones about it. And even if I couldn't get that covered last night on Coast to Coast, and you guys were listening to me last night, and you're listening to the show tonight, now you understand the importance of what I wanted to say last night and the, the urgency that I have as far as getting this information out for all of you who are lost because God's righteous power can get you saved. The other night, Doug, the other uh, Joe, it wasn't the, well, the other afternoon, I went to the... It was on... Uh, Oh gosh, it was Wednesday. I went over to, to get a vitamin C IV because my throat was a little bit weird. And I knew I had that big show last night with you guys tonight. And I went in there and the vitamin C got botched up. I couldn't do it. They missed my vein. And so I said, I'm done. I'm leaving. And I went out in the parking lot. And there was a guy sitting out in the parking lot before I went in. And he was still sitting out there. And the guy had gotten himself tied up with the Department of Family Services. Somebody had dropped a dime on him and told him, told the Department of Family Services that he was smoking pot, which he was not. 
and they came in, took his kids away from him. His wife got all mad. They made her go to anger management classes. She was over there at a counselor's office doing this anger management stuff. He was sitting in the car waiting for her to come out, and we started talking about Jesus, and I started talking to him about church. Finally, I ended up spending 40 minutes with this guy, talking to him and witnessing to him and telling him to get to church and get right with God. And finally, I asked him the same questions that I ask you guys today. You know, what are you doing? What's it doing to you? And is it okay? And I looked at him and I said, dude, you both are sitting here smoking cigarette after cigarette. What's it doing to your children? And is that okay? And I said, you guys obviously don't go to church because you've told me you don't. And I said, what's it doing to you? And is that okay? And I said, you need to understand something, guys. If you keep doing what you've done right now, you're never going to get anything different than what you have right now. And that's going to be problems with the Department of Family Services, the you know, anger management classes, all these things that are going on in your lives. I said, if this is how you want to live, you can live like this, but you've got to choose, and you have to have a day that turns your life around. Listen to me, friends, if you're listening tonight. Please let tonight be the day that turns your life around. Please let tonight be the day that you turn your life to Jesus Christ. You ask Him into your heart, and you ask forgiveness for your sins, and you accept Him as Lord and Savior. You can do that right now in your home. Please be that night. Please be the night that you realize that you have the power of the cross and the power of God standing behind you. And with God and one person, that's a majority. It doesn't matter how many people are standing against you. The word says the 1,000 fall against my one side and 10,000 on my other side. No harm shall come upon me. For Psalm 91. And I pray that prayer all of the time. And I believe that with all of my heart. Because we can literally create and change the very fabric of time space. God told us, ask whatever you will in my name. And it will be given unto you. And the reason he said that, because he knew that he had given us that creative ability because we were created in his image. And when we're tied together with him through Jesus Christ, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Don't have a defeatist mentality. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Realize that you're the king's kid, that you have a resurrection mentality, that you have a resurrection weekend right here in front of you right now, and that you can believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. Get into a church. Go to a good Baptist church this weekend. And you say, well, I ain't shit be talking about Baptists. Well, look, guys, here's the thing about Baptists. Baptists have some of the basic teaching that people need, especially Southern Baptists. And now they may not have everything right in every area. We go to a Southern Baptist church. We've gone to the faith churches. We've gone to a bunch of different churches. The Baptist churches, especially if you have children, have some of the best youth programs you're ever going to be involved in. So learn to understand that God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And prayer changes things. And that you were listening to this show tonight, especially if you came from coast to coast and you've never listened to Hagman and Hagman show before, make Hagman and Hagman show one of the shows you listen to every single night. You know, Paul McGuire and these other pastors, Langford, all these guys are so good. Steve Quayle is so good. I love all of these guys. You know, Dave Hodges, we're all part of a team. We all work together. We all edify and uplift each other. We encourage each other. And am I perfect? Absolutely not. I told you that, guys, earlier. But if I make a mistake and you don't like something that I've done, send me a letter, send me an email. If I've offended you, if I was saying something I shouldn't have said, I'll be quick to ask you to forgive me. And, Doug, you know that's the truth, and I've done it on your show. But, guys, but remember... It's a unity of purpose, unity of the believer that's going to change this planet. If we all do it together and we do it on a regular basis, everything's going to change. And that's why so many of us are standing for Donald Trump. Because at least Donald Trump's talking about the redacted 28 pages of the 9-11 report. At least he's talking about immunizations. At least he's talking about GMOs. At least he's talking about auditing the Fed. At least he's talking about things that we've talked about so many times on this show that nobody else wants to talk about, Doug. Now, is he perfect? I don't think so. But the reality is this. None of us are perfect. 
I mean, it, it, God has, all, has for, for generations and eons of time used imperfect people to do his will. And that's the way it works as, Christ, as far as us Christians. We all have to work together as a team. Doug, Joe, you got anything else you want to say to this? I know I'm just pontificating. Yeah, well, you know what? You mentioned a couple of things about Donald Trump and about uh, asking questions about, you know, or, you know, talking about the 28 missing redacted pages of the 9-11 report. I, I just want to ask you this. Today on Drudge, Hillary, last night, a Jimmy Kimmel show saying, well, yeah, I've got questions about Area 51. Bill Clinton, you know, my husband, um, does, I can't, I, I don't recall the word used, uh, uh, concerned or distressed or something to that effect about UFOs. I thought that was rather interesting. Are we seeing, you know, with, with Trump coming out and talking about the 28 pages that you, that you just mentioned, his questions about 9-11, and now Clinton kind of upping the ante a tad with Area 51 and questions surrounding UFOs and such, are we seeing like this? What disclosure. are we seeing? Yeah, we're seeing a disclosure. No, okay. no, what's happened is, we'll see what happened when the, when, when, when the United States went bankrupt in 33. And then the, they, everybody got, then Germany got involved with the Viril Maidens and we started getting all this interdimensional contact from these fallen entities, these demons and angels and stuff that are floating around out here. Okay. We ended up basically learning a lot of this advanced technology, or at least Hitler did and his scientists did, and they put it on paper. The Viril Maidens would actually draw these diagrams of what they had been shown in the fourth dimension and the scientists would act on these things and develop this technology. And what happened is they knew this, they knew this was going on from the thirties. And when the United States filed bankruptcy in 1933, and they seized all of the gold. I mean, the United States was actually bankrupt in 33. This is FDR's own words. You can look it up. And then in 1933, they took everybody's gold because the Rothschild Bank wanted the gold, is what they wanted. They wanted to get us off of the gold standard to get us onto their fiat paper currency because at that time, by that time, there was multiple banks that were still taking gold payments, silver payments, and everything else. They didn't want that because they wanted to use their fractional reserve Babylonian magic nonsense they've done to all of us and the whole planet now. They wanted to seize all that gold, which they did. FDR had that happen. And in 1934, they started the Exchange Stability Fund. Right there is when they overtly and covertly and openly took over the federal government through the Exchange Stability Fund. They funded it with billions of dollars of gold after it was revalued. Later, they ran out of money. They had to start funding it through the drugs, through the, like Shanghai Check had taught them after the war and the, with the CIA. And this has been that covert thing now that's been going on since the 30s and the 40s, and especially since 47 with Roswell. The government was so concerned that if the, if the UFO stuff came out, that the entire planet would go berserk because it would affect everybody's faith in their relationship with Jesus Christ, which it should not at all. Because we have, we, what difference does it make if God made more than one species in us if they aren't demons or angels? It wouldn't make any difference to me at all. I would still have the same faith. But the problem is the vast majority of the population they were afraid was going to basically walk away, I guess, from the Rothschild control of everything. So this exchange stability fund, the CIA, now they bring in a trillion dollars a year from the Afghan heroin they're bringing in into the United States, which is funding all these black projects, including these underground bases and all the things that they're doing. And now people are finally beginning to realize, Doug, there's more to what we've been told than we've been lied to. We've been lied to now for the last 70, 80 years, and everybody's starting to figure it out. I mean, think about this for a second. They said, we have nuclear weapons, nuclear weapons. Are you joking me? Nuclear weapons were originally developed in the 30s. Okay, that's 70, 80, 85 years ago, almost a century ago, they developed this technology. Are you joking with me? You don't think that we're any further along than nuclear weapons almost 100 years later? Are you kidding me? We have iPhones now, okay? It's ridiculous. I mean, we are so far past that with scalar waves and these these uh, 
energy waves that Tesla postulated and talked about over a hundred years ago and the Warkentiff Cloud that was built back in 1908. The technology is so far advanced. It's hundreds of years ahead of where we think it really is right now. I mean, we have ion propulsion spaceships, according to a lot of the research that I've read, that they don't even want to talk about. That's why they had to ground the stupid space shuttle program. It was so antiquated, they couldn't keep the stupid thing running. It was like driving around in a doggone, like, it was like driving a Model T around with what they've got in space now. And they finally had to say, well, this is ridiculous. Let's stop this scam. We'll just say the Russians will put stuff into the, into the space station, and we can use Atlas V rockets, which they don't even have to use because of the anti-gravity technology that it developed from Schauberger, that he developed that stuff back in the 30s and 40s, too. See, this is the technology that's now coming out, and Bill Clinton did try to find out about the Area 51 and the alien program, and they told him that he was not, he was not clear to see that because of the secret government that's being run in the United States since 1934. And that's what Donald Trump wants to expose. I hope, I hope he exposes all of that because the truth of the matter is we are no longer a constitutional republic. We've turned into a corporation, and they basically manage us now as disposable assets and they look at us as goyim or cattle or things to be said led to the slaughter. I mean, this Sabbatain, Frankist, Kabbalist, Luciferian nonsense with this trying to control this attention field through human sacrifice and the raping of these children, this stuff's got to stop, guys. It's just got to stop. We've got to stand in the aggregate to stop this stuff, and this is so prevalent now in the upper levels of the United States and in the world that they've had enough of it. Remember what Veterans Today said a few, last year? They said that that they were doing a big article on uh, Putin. And he said, everybody knows that the West worships Satan. And if they want to do that, that's okay with Russia, but they need to leave Russia out of it. You can look it up on Veterans Today. See, so people are beginning to realize there's a crack in this, there's a fissure in this now. There's people that want disclosure about what's really going on, but the American population is so brain dead from the fluoride and the statin drugs all the chemicals in the water and all the stuff they've done to us to demasculate us with all the estrogens in the water and the food that we don't want to know anything. We want to, we want to look at what's her face because Kiko, that, 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 that weird woman who's got the big butt. We want to see her big butt. We want to find out about who Bruce Jenner is going to do what right now. I mean, all these perverted things is what they want to show us. And the American people are so entrenched with their eight or nine or ten hours of TV every day that they want to watch this filth because they like to be in that alpha brainwave hypnotic trance watching TV all the time. And that's what I love about your that's what I love about your listeners, Doug. And I've said this in all my life, I've never found anybody like the listeners on Hagman and Hagman. You guys are educated, you're brilliant, you're you 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 get supplements from us because you know they're the best on the in the world. You've written me so many letters, and you've told me we've changed our diet, we've changed our health, we've changed everything. Thank you so much, Dr. Bro. We appreciate what you've done. And you're the best listeners I've ever worked with. And guys, I'm telling you the truth. And if you're listening to me tonight, thank you. Thank you for supporting Doug. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for supporting Dave Hodges. Thank you for supporting all of us. Thank you for supporting Steve Quayle. Because, guys, we're part of this. Thank you for supporting Paul McGuire and Russ Dizdar, because we're all part of this end times puzzle and we're all working together to try to make this mosaic so something everybody can understand and so when you support us you're supporting freedom you're supporting the patriot movement you're supporting the right to tell the truth via an alternative media outlet like the internet and thank you Todd for what you've done as far as Global Star Satellite and he's such a fine man so we got all of these people working together as a unified team 
That's why we have so much power and so much authority. And that's why we're being so effective to change the world, Doug, is because of all of us working together as a team. If you've ever been on a team before, I've been on many teams, it all is about the team and how the team works together, especially in sports. And guys, we're all part of this winning team, and we thank God Almighty that Hagman and Hagman are on the air. Guys, listen to me. Everybody listening right now, whether it's a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars, you need to be supporting Hagman. They've got a donate button on their webpage. Somebody's got to pay for all of this stuff. Somebody's got to pay for these guys to take their family to the Watchman's Conference, which I heard went very, very well, which I thank God for this past week. Somebody's got to work together as a team. If all of us just gave five, ten, fifteen, a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, or whatever we could to the Hagman's broadcast, it could get bigger and bigger and better and better marketing. That's what we've got to work for because we've got to realize something, guys. If we don't change the United States quickly, and I mean quickly, I'm talking this election quickly, there's a high probability if Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton gets into this thing, we're going to have a mess on our hands. This woman is a fourth-degree witch. She talks to dead people, according to, according to Bill. I got pulled some of her emails up the other day, Doug, if you saw them or not, and they're actually openly talking about sacrificing a chicken to Moloch in the emails that have been declassified. Openly talking about sacrificing a chicken to Moloch. Now, if that's who you want in the White House, I don't know what to say. This is a fourth-degree witch, according to Doc Marquis. And she does not need to be in the White House, and she's part of the establishment. So this is either a vote for Trump or a vote for Goldman Sachs. And I hope and I pray to God Almighty that Trump's for real, because if he's not for real and all of us patriots are behind him, may God have mercy on his soul, because I guarantee you he will never walk a day in peace the rest of his life, Doug, because of what's going to happen to him if he doesn't, if he's, he's not for real. Because we're all staking our claim with him and we're saying, okay, Doug, okay, Donald, we know you're not perfect, but I tell you what, you're the best horse in the glue factory right now and we're going to do the best we possibly can to you know, hook our cart to you and let's pull through this thing together. Let's restore this nation. Let's make America great again. And I know I sound like a Trump campaign poster right now, but I don't know what else to say because I don't know where else to go with this, Doug. Maybe you guys have well, a different alternative. You just made a good point when you were talking about supporting our show, Ted. I want to reiterate something Josh Tolley said at the conference which was a statistic that kind of startled me. He said that in the Muslim community one dollar uh, will be spread around uh, the internal Muslim community 16 times before that dollar leaves the inner circle of the community and goes out. And he went on to ask, you know, as Christians, do we take thought or consider, you know, where we're spending our money and who we're spending it with? That, that, you know what, that that is an excellent, excellent, excellent observation point and uh uh, reiteration of what Josh Tully said. Uh, Ted, I don't know if you know Josh Tully, but uh, he's got, he's got a very popular radio show and he's a very popular Christian entrepreneur. But think about that, Ted. Seriously. The Muslims, why are they so successful in non-assimilation? It's because of just what Joe said. We as Christians, don't we have that same responsibility? You know, I, I, I get emails, and, and I'm sure you do too. I know you do, Ted, where there's a lot of ankle-biting um, about trivial matters among Christians. But we never think deeply enough to say, okay, we're going to support a Christian-owned business. 
we're going to support Christian-owned entities, and that's what we're trying to do through the marketplace that we are going to we're, we're excited about. But but I guess the bottom line is what Joe just said. I mean, they're organized, and we're not, and we need to be, and we need to get there very quickly, or else we're not going to have any venue in which we can operate. That's my thought. Well, the biggest problem that we have is that Christianity is used as a massive, massive control system. And because we broke apart from the Catholic Church, which we should have, in fact, the Catholic Church should never have taken over Christianity, which is a huge global control system, a lot of these individual pastors have done the same thing the Catholic Church has done, and they basically said, it's my way or the highway, it's me, my four, no more, or whatever, their churches, and they don't look at the unity of the believer and the other denominations, and they don't try to do things together as a team for Jesus Christ. They don't do that. For, they don't want to bring Yeshua into the middle of everything we do. They're too caught up in their petty differences. And see, that's the biggest problem that we have. It's like I've told you guys who are listening tonight, I'm not perfect. This is the third or fourth time I've said this. I constantly repent for my sins on an ongoing basis because I'm not perfect. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't say. I do things I shouldn't do. I act certain ways. I'm real type A. You guys already know that. And sometimes I offend people, not even trying to offend people. But the point is, at least I'm doing something. And at least I support people with prayer and financially all over the place. And I do that on purpose because I know that if we work together as a team, if everybody listening right now would go to Hagman and Hagman's website while you're listening to the show right now and just give them a dollar, a dollar, a lousy dollar, it would change everything that they're doing as far as what they're doing as far as helping all these people that are listening tonight. But the vast majority of you won't give anything. And it's not because you can't. It's because you choose not to. Well, my dollar won't make any difference. Well, you're right. Your dollar will not make one bit of difference. But when you take a 1000 or or $100,000 and you add them all together and you make it part of what we're doing here with the Hagman and Hagman show, it changes everything. See, and that's what you need to understand. Sure, if I buy my vitamins from Health Masters, it won't make any difference. Ted Brower's already successful. That's true. One person buying a bottle of vitamins from me won't change my life at all. But a whole bunch of you buying your multiple vitamins that you already are buying at Walmart from me, which my quality is 100 times better than that. It's not made in China, for one thing. Buying all those supplements from us will change everything and pay for my radio show and all of the marketing that we do to promote what we're doing. See, all of us have to work together as a team. You say, well, it's inconvenient. I've got to wait two days to get your product. Well, you got to wait two days to get my product. But you'll sure go to Amazon, and you'll order something off Amazon Prime, and you'll get it in two days, and that's okay. Well, guys, it's the same thing with the Hagmans. It's the same thing with me. It's the same thing with supporting Steve Quayle if you want to buy precious metals. It's all about supporting all of us. And you don't have to give huge amounts of money to anybody, but if we all just worked in the aggregate, like Joe said and Doug said, that this dollar in this Muslim community stays there through 16 different people, it'll make a huge difference. And I know right now, I've got two places that we go to lunch here in Central Florida. And one of them is owned by a Muslim, and one of them is owned by a Christian. This is a fact, where we live. And but Sharon, because Sharon likes to go to lunch once a week. And I told her, Last year, when all this crazy stuff started to happen, and I like both the owners, I said, look, are we going to support the Muslim group here, or are we going to support the Christian group? The food's about the same for either place. And I looked at Sharon, and I said, we need to support the Christians. We need to keep the money in the Christian community. We need to have unity of purpose and unity of belief. And the person who goes, the Christian, she goes to our church. 
I mean, so where are we going to spend our money? So now we, we've gone to that Muslim place like one time in two years, and we've been going to this other place like once a week for the, forever. If we get a chance to go down there, usually it's once or every, every, every couple of weeks, at least a couple times a month we try to go down there. And we're just trying to support them. You say, well, is it going to make that big a difference? No, it doesn't. The 10 or $15 you spend for the meal makes no difference. It's everybody supporting that Christian organization or that Christian restaurant. It's the group of us. It's the group of you guys going to healthmasters.com right now while we're on the air saying, I want to get a book or I want to get the multiple vitamin or I want to get the coast-to-coast special from last night or just click, 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 click. And spend a couple dollars. You say, well, all you do is asking for money. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not asking for money. I'm asking for support for what we're doing. It just takes money to buy airtime and the things that we do. So thank you. I'm asking you now, thank you. I'm thanking you in advance for supporting Hagman and Hagman, for, for supporting Health Masters, for supporting Dave Hodges, for supporting Steve Quayle. Because if we work together in the aggregate, we can completely change the planet literally overnight. The same thing is true. When I send out an email to all of you guys who get our emails, or Doug sends out an email or, or, or notice or whatever, forward that to your entire database, to your entire email list. That's what I always try to do because it just spreads it around. If I send it to 100 people, they send it to 100 people, that's 10,000 people just got the email that fast. Boom, 10,000 people. Okay, that's how. Then you send it again to another 100 people. That's you know that's 100,000 people. It just happens that quick. And see, that's what people need to understand. If we all work together, just with the little things. And now, don't put it off. Do it right now. Do it right now. Help support Hagman's right now. And it'll change everything if we do that together as a team. I'm saying, guys, I'm not trying to pontificate on all of this, but I just want people to realize it's important that we support each other. And, and, and you know, we look at this in a, in a macro way. I, l- I like to, you know, look at this from cruising altitude. If we as Christians put our energy into helping each other, and and that's what we you know we like to do that as well and and you know you mentioned about the the two restaurants and making that decision we do that here locally with businesses with christian businesses if we if we know a christian a business is christian owned we'll definitely go to the christian owned businesses because you know what i i really truly believe there's going to be a time well look at what's happening i with the uh, you and know homosexual marriages and such, if you can't make bakers. a distinction, definitely local, local uh, at, at the least, at, at the very least, right? And we, we, you know, you're right, Ted. We have the power to change everything. Everything we do, we really do, and it, it it's amazing that so many. And, and I said last night with Paul McGuire, we have, I mean, we outnumber the bad guys. I mean, really, we do millions to one. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you know, it just—I just find it amazing that, um, and, and this is the last thing I'll say on this issue. I, I find it amazing that there are sites that that you know, websites and, and people who are dedicated who dedicate themselves to do nothing but tear others down. That's right. You know, and, and I'm thinking to myself, how much better would the would I mean would direct your energies toward lifting other Christians up? That's or right. you know help or or whatever, but do something productive, not destructive. Um, but anyway, that now I'm pontificating. So, <laughs> well, what I do, go. Doug, is I pray for those who persecute us. I I do. I pray for them. I pray that God blesses them. I pray that God's yeah. face shines upon them. That He's merciful in them. That gives them that they give that He gives them peace. And you know, I've done it. I've gone a step further before. I've actually sent these ministries money before that have said things about us. And I, you know, I just said, you know what, guys, let's just walk in love. Here, let me send you some money. 
And it's amazing when you do that. I mean, one time I remember I had a PR guy. Gosh, this is back in the 90s. And, oh, man, he ripped me off, Doug. Oh, my God, he ripped me off. A PR firm. And, uh, you know, and so he started sending me these letters, these horrible letters. He had, and he sent me an invoice that I did not owe, that I had already paid. And he started sending me these horrible, horrible, horrible letters every single day. I mean, I was getting like every day. And so every wow. single day I'd get these letters and I'd write on the back. I pray that God blesses you, that he keeps you. I pray that he keeps the face of his face shine upon you and he gives you peace. I pray that you're blessed beyond measure. And I'd market refuse to send it back every day. Market refused, send it back. Market refused, send it back. Market refused, send it back. Or I put it in another envelope, still sealed, and send it back to him. And I never opened his letters after the first one. And finally, he sends me a letter, and it says right on the front of the letter, please open this letter. It's a nice letter. <laughs> he really did. It took about 20 times. He finally sends me this letter back, and he's just profusely apologizing. And I said, dude, I said, look, I said, that's all I want. And so I called him up, and I said, look, that's all I want. I said, we can't be doing this to one another. So I didn't do anything. as I know I should have done what I did. I said, I know. I said, but it doesn't matter. I forgive you. And I said, but I'm not going to join into this. You know, I was a bouncer in a bar for years. I know how to handle myself if I have to be that way, but I don't want to be that way anymore. There's no future in any of that. There's no future in it. There's no future in getting in physical altercations with people. There's no future in it, especially when you're 60 years old and you've had back surgery, you know. There's no future yeah. in it. Well, <laughs> there just, is. It's, it's just jail and pain. That's <laughs> right. You just go to jail. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So they, you just have to basically say, okay, look, I'm just going to walk in love, and I'm not going to live like the heathen live. And that's the way we have to walk. You know, and and you got to remember, too, a lot of people on a lot of medications, a lot of medications that alter their behavioral patterns. I mean, a lot of people are really, really sick. And they, they, they imagine things and they see things and they become paranoid from the drugs they're taking and they see things they shouldn't ought to see and they do things they shouldn't ought to do and it's all drug induced. And so with people who do things like that, you just gotta walk in love with them and you just gotta pray for them. That's all you gotta do. And you gotta, you gotta understand that, you know, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of Yahweh and that we all deserve to go to hell if it wasn't for Yeshua and for his sacrifice and we have to understand that and we have to understand that we've all fallen short and that everybody has the right to fall short because we've all done that. And we have to just lift each other up and encourage each other in our most holy, most holy faith. And I don't know why I've got on this big thing tonight about all this, but it's just part of what we have to do. But i got a whole bunch more nutritious stuff I want to cover with you guys tonight whenever you guys want to start back. I don't oh, know man. Right. Yeah, we, we got, I, I got to tell you that we, we've got so many questions from so many listeners, from people suffering from uh, back pain, joint pain to... Um, to people uh, trying to uh, combat uh, acne, adult onset acne or adult acne. Um, I mean, you name it. Uh, you know. Well, well the best thing the back pain is that if you go to the Dave Hodges Joint Protocol on the website, healthmasters.com, and start taking that protocol because the cod liver oil in there and the, the joint rebuilding formula and all the things we've put together, it really, really helps with inflammation. It helps to restore normal joint function. It's amazing what it does. The same thing with the Hagman blood sugar protocol. It helps to get the blood sugar. See, the biggest problem with, the, with most folks that have adult onset diabetes is it's not that they're not producing enough insulin. They're producing too much insulin, but their body's not utilizing it because they have what's called syndrome X. And so that entire protocol, along with the dietary program that you get when you order the program, is designed to allow your body to start utilizing the insulin again that your body's already creating. Because if you take excess, if you take if you take extra insulin and you inject it into your body, insulin is a salt. It's very, very hard on your arteries and on your arterioles because it dries them out. It's kind of like when you have a leech on the side of the on the sidewalk and you pour salt on it, it dries it up and it kills it almost instantly. 
because it pulls the moisture out of it because the salt does that. When you, it, when you inject salt into your body, it literally dehydrates the arterioles in the art, tiny little blood vessels that feed the blood vessels to the cells. That's why it's the leading cause of blindness because it's called diabetic retinopathy. The blood vessels at the back of the eyes basically just become destroyed. The same thing is the reason it's the leading cause of amputations in the United States because those blood vessels that feed those cells in your extremities, your feet, they stop functioning properly because insulin is a salt. It causes an over-ionization of the blood vessels when you pump salt into your body. That's why if you can use the insulin that your body's already making, you can massively decrease the risks of heart disease and cancer and blindness and amputations. See, the metformin that most people use now when they have a problem with type 2 diabetes, that's been linked repeatedly to pancreatic cancer. So it makes sense to use natural supplements and change your diet and your lifestyle to control this rather than taking metformin or taking injectable insulin. So there's all kinds of natural ways that you can restore healthy blood sugar through dietary change if you know what to do. And that's what I've done with thousands and thousands of patients back when I was still licensed as a nutritionist and I still saw patients because I realized very quickly that their lifestyles were the primary cause of their disease. And yes, I can get that detail talking about stuff like that. Man, same, that's fantastic. Yeah. No, you, you, you do a great job. And, and, and look, folks, I, I'll attest to the fact that uh, the blood sugar protocol works. And I don't want to get pancreatic cancer. I took metformin for a number of years. Yeah, I, I mean, why? You know, you have to be you have to eat sensible too. You, you That's right. You can't scarf scarf down a pizza. Or whatever. And you got You got to swap. You have to swap purple sticks for coffee. <laughs> That's coffee's exactly really right. hard on your pancreas, guys. <laughs> hey, I, Ted, I, I got somebody. You know, we're we're speaking about the um, uh, we health left. issue. I know we got two minutes left. For for, for uh, we'll say uh, I got a young female or younger female, adult female. Uh, with uh, skin eruptions or, or acne, um, what do you do for that? Is there a supplement for that? Or well, there's you know? all kinds of things you can do with acne. I've seen all kinds of things work, from evening primrose oil to silica salts to bioplasma cell salts. Uh, I've also seen uh, you know dietary change, getting off the grease and the fats and the trans fats and the pork and the hydrogenated oils and the GMOs and all that stuff. I've seen right. people get good results by just doing a really good colon cleanse and cleaning out their intestinal tract. Because remember, the majority of the water is reabsorbed through the large intestine. If you don't have sufficient quantities of fiber in the large intestine, what ends up happening is you get impacted feces inside of the intestinal tract. Uh, this is what happened with Elvis. When Elvis died, when they autopsied him, he actually had like 60 pounds of feces in his colon. According to the research that I read, I wasn't at that doggone autopsy, so I can't doubt, document that. But that's what I've read from reporting wow. many, many sources. And I know that's that's common because that colon will actually continue to expand. The problem is when that impacted feces gets inside of that intestinal tract, the water has to get reabsorbed through that feces, and it gets all this bacteria growing in it. And what ends up happening is it goes into the blood vessels, into the portal vein, and it contaminates the blood system, and the and the and the uh, and the blood becomes it's not as clean as it needs to be. And when that happens, a lot of times the skin, being the largest eliminating organ, will start erupting. With, 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 with boils and sores and acne because the body's trying to get the poison out but it can't get it out through the colon anymore because the colon's not working properly. And yes, it's Man. that simple. We also have a seven-day cleansing program which uses colonics that you can do at home. You get the system program right from our office and it, it's, 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 it's detailed. It's a fast. It's a seven-day fast using supplements that I've seen some really incredible stuff work with that program. But it's not, for, it's not for the faint of heart because you're not eating for a week. 
And you have to be really serious. Remember what Jesus said. If you fast, your healing will quickly appear. It says that in the book of Isaiah. If you believe the word of God is inspired by God Almighty, the triune God, you know that Jesus and God himself said that. So that's what people realize. And I've seen some of the miracles without those types of fasting protocols, Doug. But you've got to be doing the colonics if you're fasting. Otherwise, your body gets more and more toxic. We're up against the top of the hour break, folks. You're listening to the Hagman and Hagman Report with Dr. Ted Brewer, healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com, his book, Breakthrough Health, heard here live, 3 to 4 p.m. weekdays on Global Star Radio Network. One more hour left. Stay with us. This is the Global Star Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We are in our third and final hour of this week after the Dallas conference, the Hear the Watchman conference. Folks, you can still order the DVD. Go to hearthewatchman.com for that. We have with us tonight author, speaker, radio show host, alternative health doctor, Ted Brewer. His book, Breakthrough Health, is available on his website. Sign up for his newsletter also at healthmasters.com and tune in to his radio show right here on Global Star Radio Network. 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, weekdays, and Sunday, 7 to 8 p.m. And I just want to give a kind of give a shout-out to our listeners. We've got listeners right now in New Zealand, Australia, Europe, uh, various countries in Europe, uh, Kazakhstan, as a matter of fact, uh, if you can believe that. Actually, live streaming of the conference to Kazakhstan uh, as well, twice in one week I heard that country and uh, Bob, Maggie thank you so very much, God bless both of you and all of the listeners um, you, you know we are family, right, we are and and as Christians we just I, I just I just, you, you don't know how much we appreciate reading the mail that we get the postal mail um, and I, I've got a special board, Ted. Uh, I'm not sure if I ever told you this. I was talking to Greg Jackson this past week, and great man, uh, great man. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. We have listeners who send us pictures of their dogs, and I've got a wall of dogs, listener dogs on the. Uh, I, I don't know why I started it, but uh, him and his dog Gunner. But nonetheless, uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody for your prayers and support and your kindness and. Thanks for being part of the family. Ted, take t- take it. Again, I feel the Ted same way. Health I, I, I feel, I feel the same way. Thank you, guys, for, for supporting Health Masters and Doug Hagman and for being part of the Health Masters family. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Uh, also, if you want to listen live to my show from 3 to 4 Eastern Standard Time, it's the phone number is 605-475-8092. That's 605, because a lot of you don't have Internet access. I know that. 605 605- Four seven five eight zero nine two, or and if you if you miss the show live three to four Monday through Friday and Sunday from seven to eight, you can also listen to the twenty four hour listen line. It's a it's a live feed that starts at the beginning of the show as soon as you call, twenty four hours a day, and you can listen to it anytime you want. A lot of you have still have free eight hundred service, so free free phone service. So it's six four one five five two fifty three ten. That's, again, 
552-5310. And that, so if you missed the show and you want to tune it in at 4 or 5 o'clock, click it on right there. You can listen to it on your telephone. It's really nice because you don't get charged for data if you're going down the road, if you want to listen to it on your telephone. And you can just listen to it over the speakers if your phone will interface with your, uh, with your stereo. Or you can listen to it on iTunes. And but you know, before, or, or you go just do it on Global Star Satellite. But I mean, this, this is this is what we have available for you guys. And the show is kind of fun because Austin and I like to joke, and I always like to do little readings of what news stories are. And I'll tell you what the mainstream lying press says, and I will go back in. I will insert the truth. <laughs> I will insert the truth after each sentence of lies, and, and kind of make a parody of the entire story. Because that's what it is. It's a parody. And there's a parody for trying to make you guys to believe. But let's talk right now about glyphosate, what happened with glyphosate, the damages that are caused by glyphosate, the poison that it has done. And this is the roundup stuff that's being sprayed on everything, how it's linked to prostate cancer, breast cancer, and all these different types of cancer, and the information that we got from the Freedom of Information Act through one of these authors who actually posted all of their research from Monsanto themselves showing that it caused cancer, and they still marketed it to human beings. Isn't that amazing, guys? Absolutely. It is. They and knew Ted, it caused you, cancer, and they still gave it to us. <laughs> well, before you continue, I just want to say hi to a few people who sent us emails uh, and are listening out of the country. Sean in South Africa, as well as Thomas in Holland. I want to say hello. Truly a worldwide audience, and uh, that's because of... <laughs> It's not because of us, believe me. It's because of guests like Ted Brewer. And the Internet. And, <laughs> watcher technology. All right, brother. Let's uh, glyphosate. Here we go. Now it's Monsanto. a Monsanto. And because I've, because I've had my friend, and I mentioned this earlier today, or the show first hour, about how he's suffering from chronic, chronic problems with his prostate now. I mean, they're about to have to take his prostate out. Uh, that you know, he's getting up four and five times a night. Also, one other thing that he was doing, and he had read it on the Internet, you got to be so careful not to do this kind of stuff. I'm going to tell you how to do it right now, so instead of doing it wrong. Uh, he believed that you should be taking apple cider vinegar with every single meal, like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. And the reason that works for some people and not other people is because of body pH, the potential of hydrogen, we call it in chemistry, which is what pH stands for. And the more acidic you are, the worse vinegar does for your body. If you have an alkaline pH of about a 7.8 on a urine or saliva test, and you take apple cider vinegar until your pH gets down to between 6.4 and 6.8, it's actually a pretty good protocol to follow. And you can get pH litmus tests at most drugstores, and you can actually test your urine. Don't do it first thing in the morning. Do it after your, two hours after you eat, but in the middle of the day. Do it at the same time every single day. If your urine goes very acidic below 6.4, Sometimes I've seen it as low as 5.2. That's extremely acidic. Same thing with saliva. And the more acidic your body goes, the less energy you're able to pull from your food. Because remember, it's all about the frequency of the food. It's about the bile. Because if the bile is secreted by the gallbladder, when you eat your food, you chew it. It goes into your stomach. It becomes very acidic. When it becomes acidic, it can't go into the small intestine because the small intestine can't handle that acid. So it goes through what's called a common bile duct. And the, and the, and the gallbladder releases bile, which is extremely alkaline. It's basic. It's like calcium, it's like putting baking soda in with acid and it neutralizes it. And when that neutralized food goes through your intestinal tract, it's called chyme. And what that does, then the intestines start pulling nutrients out because it's broken down by the acid. If your body is overly acidic, what happens is it goes through your system too fast and the 
alkalinity of the bile won't work. It doesn't. It, it becomes too acidic. You end up with a lot of diarrhea problems. You start losing a lot of weight, and you stay tired all the time. And you can get you end up with real dark circles under your eyes, and you're fatigued all the time because your body's overly acidic. If that type of individual decided to start using apple cider vinegar, it would make them even more acidic because apple cider vinegar has a pH of, what, 2.5, something like that. It pushed the pH down even lower into the acid range. It would make them sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. Well, my kid read it was good for the prostate, so he started doing all his apple cider vinegar, but he already has an acidic pH. And so it made me, and I told him not to do it. He didn't, he didn't listen to me. So now he's gotten worse and worse and worse over the last 30 days he's been using the apple cider vinegar. If, on the other hand, you've got an 8.2, 8.4 urine pH, saliva pH, your body's way too alkaline. If you use the apple cider vinegar with every meal, it'll bring that pH down. It'll actually increases the energy from the food because that's how your body gets energy. It has to break the food down. Now, every point that you go below 6.4, like when you go to 5.4, you have almost a hundredfold drop in energy levels from if you went from uh, 6.4 to 7.4. The acidity is much, much worse as far as the, the, uh, the, on your body. That's when you get constant diarrhea. The food goes through you constantly because the body's too, the food is too acidic for your body to properly absorb it because it'll burn the intestinal tract. So your body has to extricate it, get it out as quickly as you possibly can. So you know, with constant diarrhea and you, and you can't digest or maintain a mineral balance in your system because your body's overly acidic. And I know I'm going into all this super detailed stuff tonight about nutrition. This is what I did for all of these years. I worked with thousands and thousands of patients. I sat down and spoke with thousands of people and told them the exact same thing. Finally, I put together a CD set. Back then, it was an audio tape series called Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. And it told them everything I just told you and how to stay healthy. And so it t- teaches them how to maintain their health at their, at their, at their house. Now that same program is still available. I think we have 15 sets left. I kid you not. It's on our website. I think there's 15 sets left. And after they're gone, they're gone because CDs are old technology. Nobody uses them anymore. And so you might, you know, if you get a car nowadays, it didn't come with CDs anymore. And so if you want to get these last couple, you can get them. Uh, they're available on the website, but when they're gone, they're gone. But that's the protocol that changed so many people throughout the United States that we sold and marketed through all of these huge seminars that we did throughout the 90s. In fact, we'd have 10, 20, 30, 40,000 people in attendance. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I was on with J.B. Wells on, on uh, Caravan to Midnight. He was asking about my seminars that we used to do and still do some of them. And I pulled one of the, pet, one of the, the big posters off my wall from 1994 when we were at the Thunderdome at St. Pete, which is where the baseball stadium is now. I think it's called the Tropicana Field now. And it was me and President Bush, Barbara Bush, General Schwarzkopf, Paul Harvey, and Zig Ziglar. We were all the keynote speakers there. And I actually pulled that poster off the wall and I showed it on the live TV screen with, uh, with J.B. Wells. And I, I don't know if people just think that I was kidding about doing all this. If I really did all of that stuff and I spoke to millions, over a million people at live seminars and millions and millions more on radio and TV. Now, so with the prostate problems that we have now, we've known now, now we know that they're linked to glyphosate or Roundup and along, along with other things. But let me give you some research on all of this. Monsanto's sealed documents that were that were given to us through the Freedom of Information Act by Richard Gale, who did the research on this, have proven that the year 2015 was not kind to Monsanto. In March, the World Health Organization declared that the company's flagship product, Roundup, is a probable human carcinogen. And this month, California's Environmental Protection Agency launched plans to label Roundup as a cancer-causing agent. Glyphosate is the most widely used herbicide in the world today, 
Over 130 countries currently permit extensive use of this chemical. The U.S. is the largest consumer, now listen to this, using approximately 20% of the world supply of Roundup. The latest reliable figures from the U.S. Geological Survey record 280 million pounds of Roundup were used in 2012. Nearly a pound, guys, for every single American. Over the years, a large body of independent research, and I'm reading right from this article, Monsanto sealed documents reveal the truth behind Roundup toxicological dangers, Richard Gale. Over the years, a large body of independent research has accumulated and now collectively provides a sound scientific rationale to confirm that glyphosate is far more toxic and poses more serious health risks to animals and humans than Monsanto and the U.S. government admit. Among the many diseases and health conditions non-industry studies have identified include Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and autism, since Roundup has been shown to instigate aluminum accumulation in the brain. The herbicide has been responsible for reproductive problems such as infertility, miscarriages, and neural tube and birth defects. It is a causal agent for a variety of cancers, including brain, breast, prostate, lung, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Other disorders include chronic kidney disease, liver disease, diabetes, heart disease, hypothyroidism, and leaky gut syndrome. In addition to lung cancer, glyphosate may be responsible for today's growing epidemics of chronic respiratory illnesses among farm workers and their families. The company has the financial means to retain large international PR firms such as Burston, Marsteller, and Fleischmann, Hillard, consultation firms, and think tanks, as well as large armies of hired trolls and academic spokespersons to mobilize damage control upon notice and protect the integrity of Monsanto's products and public image. It funds and orchestrates self-driving research at universities and research laboratories to increase the arsenal of junk science and scientists. And of course, it has Hillary Clinton, Bill Gates, and Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, and Ted Cruz as celebrity cheerleaders. The question, could Monsanto be charged with crimes of omission and more deservingly crimes against humanity? This serious scenario may not be a fantasy for the wishful thinking or GMO's opponents. The case has a precedent and has been played out in courts before. In November 1998, the U.S. government won a judgment against the four largest U.S. tobacco companies, Philip Morris, Reynolds, Brown, and Williams, and Lorillard. The case came to trial after a former vice president of research and development of Brown and Williamson turned whistleblower and revealed tobacco's health risk was making concerted efforts to addict people to smoking. High-ranking executives were found to have approved the inclusion of known addictive and carcinogenic chemicals such as comarin and its cigarettes to increase smoking sales and profits. During congressional hearings, all seven CEOs representing the four tobacco giants lied under oath they had no knowledge about an association between nicotine and brain addiction. This is, God, these guys are low-life guys. Many critics of the agreement state that the industry was too merciful and no tobacco executive went to prison. However, there was a $206 billion settlement. During the latter half of the 70s, Monsanto's leading products were under federal inquiry and public assault regarding safety. Dioxin had been banned. Safety concerns arose over its saccharin, sweetener saccharin, and cyclamate was removed from the market. The company's attempts to get a new artificial aspartame in front of obstacles during FDA scientific reviews, including causing brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, and optic nerve degradation. However, it was finally approved with Donald Rumsfeld. There is now an enormous cache of evidence, both scientific and legal, grounds that Monsanto, in fact, 
conducted numerous studies in the 70s and 80s on Roundup's poisonous and toxicity levels in humans. Anthony Sampson is an independent research scientist. He, through the Freedom of Information Act, required obtained multiple research from Monsanto. Months later, he received a hoard of scientific documents, over 15,000 pages, covering Monsanto's complete glyphosate research. With his co-investigator, Dr. Stephanie Seth at MIT, the two have been reviewing Monsanto's data. Their conclusion is Monsanto's claims about glyphosate safety are patently false. The company has known for almost four decades, 40 years, that glyphosate are responsible for a very large variety of cancer and organ failures. Monsanto misrepresented the data and deliberately covered up data to bring glyphosate to the market. In order to minimize and cancel out its adverse findings, Sample explained that Monsanto had relied upon earlier historical animal control data, toxicological research with lab animals afflicted with cancer and organ failures, and completely unrelated to glyphosate. Therefore, he skewed the control group. It enables corporations to mask undesirable outcomes and make claims that observable illnesses and disease are spontaneous occurrences without known factors. Now, what they just said is this. When they tested the animals for cancer with glyphosate, they took animals in the control group that they knew were already infected with cancer so that when they did a statistical analysis on the testing, they would show that the animals came down with cancer who weren't exposed to glyphosate, but they already had cancer before the test began. It was a complete and total bogus study. Cancers include cancer of the pituitary gland, the massive glial tumors of the brain, sarcomas of the heart, malignant tumors of the lungs, metastatic sarcomas of the lymph glands, prostate carcinoma, cancer of the bladder, thyroid carcinoma, adrenal reticulum cell carcinomas, basal cell squamous skin tumors. In female mammals, there were cancers of the lung, liver, thymus, stomach, bladder, adrenal glands, ovaries, colon, uterus, parathyroid, and mammary glands. One of Monsanto's claims is that glyphosate doesn't bioaccumulate in tissues, rapidly degrades and is excreted from the body readily and easily. Contrary to this claim, however, Monsanto carried out meticulous studies to determine levels of accumulation in the organs and tissues and cells. Glyphosate was radio-labeled with carbon-14 and given 10 milligram doses, seven groups of animals. After only 24 hours, this toxic poison was found in the lungs, the body fluids, the lymph, the blood, the urine, and the cerebral spinal fluid. Glyphosate also accumulates in the bone by 30 parts per million and in the bone marrow by 4 parts per million. Monsanto's studies were comprehensive. It found an accumulation of the chemical in red cells, the thyroid, the uterus, the colon, the testicles, the ovaries, shoulder muscles, nasal mucosa, heart, lungs, small intestines, abdominal muscles, and eyes. <laughs> it does a particular number on the lungs as far as lung damages. It, the, the occurrence of cataracts is rising rapidly. It's been linked to cataracts. Monsanto's study showing glyphosate activity I may be contributing to, to cataracts. During recent years, dozens of states are submitting bills to label GMO foods. These crops, food crops, are heavily laced with glyphosate residue. Not only GM crops, but, all, but even non-GM produce are sprayed with Roundup. According to the Organic Consumers Association, non-organic and non-GMO foods such as wheat, barley, oats, flax, peas, lentils, beans, and sugarcane are also being sold to farmers as a desiccant. They're spraying it all with Roundup so they can have their harvest go quicker and they have a higher yield per acre. That's how poisonous Roundup is, guys. Now, I've never gone on that kind of detail with you guys before, but that's what this stuff does. You know, the, 
when you well, just wait, said wait a that second. Last thing. Line two, uh, we got the CEO of Monsanto <laughs> for you, Ted. Sorry. Well, good. I hope they're here. I mean, I've already been contacted by these guys, by the way, when I was going after aspartame back in the 90s. And uh, that was an interesting story I won't talk about on the air when their attorney sent me an entire information pack. And I also got one of those same information packs from Procter & Gamble when I went after uh, Olean and Olestra, which was a product they were using. It was, a, it was a fake fat back in the 90s. Your body couldn't digest. And so one of the side effects of this horrible product was called rectal seepage. I mean, that just sounds awful. And, uh, and we used to just, God, I used to do so many talk shows on that. And finally, that product was taken off the market, probably because of all the talk shows that I did. I talked about that. And Ted, thousands I, of saw, shows. I, I saw or heard a commercial for some sort of, of beverage. I think it was a soda of some kind that made the distinction. They said, you know, we are aspartame free. And it's the first I, I time think, I saw one. I think Pepsi or Coke just, or one of the big yeah. names just did that. Well, a lot of yeah. them use Splendid now, and Splendid's now been linked to leukemia. And all kinds nice. of other. Splendor, remember, is a, is a, is a chlorocarbon. It's basically a pesticide. Remember that product called Chloridane that we used to have back in the 60s and 70s? They took off the market oh. because it was so toxic. <laughs> That's basically yes. Splenda. That's also a chlorocarbon. That stuff was so poisonous. I loved it though. If you use it properly, you could apply it for termites here in Florida and then put it <laughs> under your slab and you never had a termite ever again, period. It never happened. You never had a termite, but it was also one of the most poisonous things they've ever developed and it was getting into the aquifer and causing all of this horrible, horrible uh, cancer problems. And so wow. they had to pull chloridane off. Well, this is a chloridane. That, that was also a chlorohydrocarbon. That's, that's what Splendid is. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, it completely disrupts the intestinal bacteria because you're dumping all that chlorine into your body. And it's poisonous. It's all poisonous. It's all, if, if you just use stevia as a natural herb, it sweetens things great. Uh, we've got a great stevia product at Health Masters. It tastes great. It doesn't have an aftertaste. It comes in like a quart-sized container. We sell a bunch of it, and it's just a good product. And that's that's the one we found that works so well. And we we ship that stuff all over the world. And, uh, but so that's the other things. But that. But I, I, I wanted to go into detail on glyphosate tonight because my buddy Mike has got nothing but prostate problems, and he refuses to eat organic foods. And all of this stuff that's not organic, guys, it is soaked in glyphosate. Literally soaked yeah. by the airplanes a week before it's harvested. The, uh, and that's one of the biggest problems that you have right now with the uh, with the with the Crohn's disease, and uh, and, and 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 the problem with the ileocecal valves, and all of these different types of intestinal disorders. So much of it's linked directly to glyphosate. Guys, you can't put something this poisonous into your body through your digestive tract and not think it's going to affect you. Nuttiest but, thing but, I've ever but, seen. But, they but, but Ted. Let me ask you. Um, this is not done. This, I mean, this is not done for really any legitimate purpose, is it? And in, in other words, is this the use of this particular product, for lack of a better descriptive term? This is all eugenics, isn't it? This is genocide. Or, 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 or is somebody thinking, wait a minute, we can actually save money by using this, or? We can actually, uh, I, I mean, how can, I guess my question would be, how can anyone justify the use of these products? Here's what they did. Monsanto also uses a lot of, uh, controls a lot of seed production. And they put what's called terminator uh, genes in the seeds. They genetically modified the seeds. Uh, you know, my grandfather came over here from Germany back in the eight, late 1800s. He farmed and he'd keep 10% of his seed Every year, this corn, 
for the following year to plant. Seed time and harvest, right? And this is the whole thing about sowing and reaping. You know, you sow the seed, you reap the harvest, you keep 10% back, and you can plant the next year's crop. And then you make the money on the 90% yield, you keep the other 10% for seed. Well, Monsanto realized that they could make more money, and these seed manufacturers could make more money if they put terminator seeds in these seeds. And then they would say, you would have a higher yield by buying our seed. Well, the farmers initially didn't know that when they did that, they couldn't replant the seed the following year because it wouldn't grow. It had a terminator gene in it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't come back again. It was basically told genetically that it couldn't sprout or reproduce. So then what happened is the farmers initially were able to bring supposedly higher crop yields to bear by doing this. Well, then what ended up happening is these things were more susceptible to weeds and pests and everything else because they weren't as strong as the natural products were. So they thought, well, we're going to now engineer these seeds so they're Roundup ready. So you can spray the entire crop with Roundup from the airplanes and you don't kill it because the seed and this plant is no longer susceptible to Roundup, which is glyphosate. So then they started giving you Roundup-ready corn, supposedly only for animal production. They'd spray these crops with all of these Roundup, and then they, it wouldn't kill the plant. But then you'd have to worry about weeds because the plants were so weak, the weeds would kill them. Well, then that wasn't good enough. They decided that if they sprayed this a week or so before the crop was harvested, which means now the seed and the buds are all out, it's ready to harvest, ready to be sent to the human beings, if we now spray it with a Roundup from the air on the plants that aren't glyphosate-ready, Roundup-ready, that they will dry out and then we can use them as a desiccant. And we can actually get a higher crop yield because the combines will go through them more quickly and give us more yield per acre of the finished product. But these idiots didn't think through the fact that this was the finished food wheat, the finished food product, and that they were spraying this food that was now going to be fed, the barley, the oats, the rye, the wheat, that this was going to be sprayed with a systemic poison and then put into food and packaged as bread. That's why people say, I have a gluten intolerance the vast majority of people don't have gluten intolerances. They have a glyphosate intolerance. They can't eat bread, which has the gluten, the wheat, because it was sprayed a week before it was harvested with glyphosate. That's why if you're going to use bread, you should always only buy organic wheat, organic bread, organic oat, whatever you want to make the bread out of. It doesn't make a difference. Or from the grocery store, it has to say organic. In fact, I talked to Mike today. He gets, quote, natural chicken. You know, I always eat organic. I get natural chicken. I said, Mike, Natural chicken is not organic chicken. Organic chicken is fed organic feed. That's why it's called organic chicken. Natural chicken means it hasn't been injected with hormones. I said, so you're getting this chicken that's eaten all of this glyphosate corn. It's loaded with glyphosate in its tissue. You're cooking it. You're thinking it's organic. It's not. It has to be certified organic, the feed in this chicken, all the way through its life cycle. It's like... We have chickens at the house. We have like, I think I think we have 14 chickens here. I mean, people think, well, Ted Brower really has chickens. Yeah, we really do have chickens. We really do tell you what to do and we do it ourselves. And what we do is we, because we have a health food store here, we order grains in for human consumption, like ground grits, which is corn, that's all organic. It's very cheap because we buy it in 50 pound sacks and we get it at wholesale. And so we take all of this stuff and we mix it together and we make our own chicken feed. And I mean, they get flax seed, millet, all these seeds. We mix them all together, 
It costs about the same as regular feed because we get it at wholesale. So these chickens are literally eating human organic feed. And our eggs aren't yellow, the yolks. They're like a dark, dark orange. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen because they're getting natural organic feed. So now we've controlled the entire life cycle of that bird and the entire life cycle of the eggs that we're eating to make sure that we're not getting eggs that are loaded with glyphosate because they were given corn that contains GMO and also have been sprayed with glyphosate. Does that make sense, guys? Yeah, it does. Um, and you say, well, that's complicated. Well, it, 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 it is a nuisance. It is a nuisance doing this. That's why they're fighting the labeling laws. And last week they tried to pass that Monsanto Dark Act again, and it was yeah. defeated because yeah. finally consumers have had enough of this. And they're saying, you know, the German word is genug, which means enough. Genug is genug, which means enough is enough. We don't want to eat poison anymore. I mean, look at all these kids with all of these intestinal disorders and all of the stuff that's going on. It's almost always caused by glyphosate contamination of the food supply, and it's in everything, guys. You've got to eat organic, especially if you're having prostate problems or problems with all these other things that we already talked about just a minute ago when I read you that list. You know, you know, we need to obviously we we need to be very aware. I mean, I, th- I think we have a responsibility not just to ourselves but to our family, uh, to to the body, to, to other Christians. I mean, to, to be healthy. And we talked about this at the beginning of the show. And, and you know, it, it it's inconvenient. And, and some might say, well, it's expensive. Yeah, I suppose it. it I suppose it is. But you know. Uh, <laughs> What's your alternative? I mean, what's the alternative? The alternative is sickness, which is a heck of a lot more expensive in the long run. Yeah. So. Well, you know, you know, Doug, it's interesting you said that because I remember one time I had a a friend of mine, and they were they were said they were saying the same thing. Well, like it costs an extra thirty percent to eat right. And I said, well, you're right, it does. It does. It costs more. It shouldn't, but it does. And I said, they said, well, it's it's too expensive. And I said, compared to what? A day in the hospital? A day in surgery? having your prostate taken out and never being able to have sex again if that's what you want to do I mean is this what your goal is or, or basically being on these drugs for the rest of your life or cancer or diabetes or heart disease I mean expensive compared to what always ask yourself a question expensive compared to what well expensive to junk food that makes me sick well yeah you're right it is it is it's more expensive but if you stop eating out and you prepare the organic food at home and you stop having restaurant bills it's not expensive. It really isn't. I mean, when we go to a restaurant, we bring our own bottled Voss water that we have this distilled that we make with our own distiller. And if they say something to me about it, I say, look, do you have natural water in glass? And they go, what do you mean? I said, no, I don't want it in plastic because I don't want all the BPA and the bisphenol A and all these female estrogens in my water. I said, if you have this water in glass, I will buy your bottled water in glass. I have no problem with that. And invariably, they say, no, we don't have any glass bottled water. Sometimes there's a couple of restaurants that say, yes, we do have glass bottled water. I say, that's fine. I won't drink this. Bring me the glass bottled water because I don't mind doing that. But you've got to draw a line in the sand somewhere. How much rat poison do you want to eat? I mean, we got to, we got to, right now the coupon is Doug5 at Healthmasters, 5% off everything. And you say, well, that's still expensive for a distiller compared to what? Buying bottled water and, 12 bucks a gallon for these little bitty bottles you're buying? Are you kidding me? You can you make distilled water for, what, 20 cents a gallon? You know, it's, it's just so cheap. And once you look inside of a distiller, if you go to my website, I have it. In fact, I'll, I'll, send you the, I'll send you the article I wrote on it, Doug. If you don't mind, you can post it on your website so everybody can see it. 
Sure. I actually took a little video of me cleaning out my distiller and showing everybody the calcium carbonate. And it's like a little 30-second video in the article. And I say, look, if you eat this stuff, if you drink this water that has all this dissolved rock in it, this stuff ends up in your soft tissue. It causes hardening of the arteries. It causes bone spurs. It causes joint issues. It causes heel spurs. It causes all these horrible side effects. And I said, wouldn't you rather not have this stuff in your arteries? I mean, doctors cut their latex gloves while doing bypass surgery. The term's called hardening of the arteries. So you don't need any of this stuff in your body. I've been drinking distilled water now for, gosh, what, 35 years? And, I mean, I'm doing great. I mean, I mean, we work out six days a week. I can stay up until 4 o'clock in the morning doing talk shows on coast to coast, and I'm 60 years old. Now, mind you... <laughs> I don't enjoy staying up all night. I don't like doing all-nighters. It's, no, it's not much fun, but I'm still functional the next day. I still feel good. And see, the sad part about this is there's so many people that are my age, Doug, and much younger. They're sick. Uh, my, my good friend Ken May came over the other day, and we were talking, and Ken's a couple years older than me, and he goes, Ted, I cannot believe how many of my friends that are in their 40s and 50s and 60s are sick. They're having all kinds of intestinal disorders. They're having all kinds of cancers. They're having all kinds of problems with diabetes. They're having all kinds of problems with high blood pressure. He goes, it's unbelievable. He goes, they're all taking drugs. And I said, well, Ken, at the age of 60 right now, 37% of the population takes five or more prescription drugs a day. And I said, it's because of the lifestyles they've chosen. Because they've chosen not to eat right. They've chosen to eat junk food. They've chosen to go out and eat hamburgers every single day. I mean, we have a restaurant called Five Guys. Don't get me wrong. I've eaten many a hamburgers at Five Guys, and I would still eat a hamburger at Five Guys if I was hungry and I was out somewhere because they have pretty good meat that's not been frozen. But remember, that bun is going to be wheat. It's going to have glyphosate in it. So I'm very careful. I very rarely ever eat there. I haven't eaten there in a bit. But the point is, the more I get convicted about all of this stuff, the less I eat out, the less I do all of those things. I just prepare a little bit in advance, and I'm able to save a whole bunch of money by not eating out. That's why I said that one restaurant we go to and. In, in Auburndale here, that little place that Sherry likes to go to lunch, we bring our own water. Uh, there's certain things that I know are going to have a high spray of Roundup on them. I won't eat any of that. And, and we try to do our best to eat as organic and as clean as we can everywhere we go. In fact, I've got a new book we got that we're going to be on clean eating that we've, we're almost finished with now, Doug, a whole new cookbook that we're going to make available on your show first. It'll probably be done in another month, and we'll have it available. It's our, it's our next book we're coming out with. It's going to make everything super, super easy to do as far as choices and how you prepare meals. Because Sharon, my wife, is an incredible cook, and the food we have here is just amazing. People are always coming over, and they're going, man, I had no idea organic food tasted this good. Well, yeah, it does. It doesn't have poison in it. <laughs> it makes it taste a lot better, especially when you know that it's healthy for you when you're eating it. But if you're ready, we're almost out of time, guys. Can I cover a few more nutrition things real quick? Uh, sure, go ahead. Okay. I want to talk about vaccines again because I've done this multiple times and I want to give you some studies that have been done on this. A uh, number of studies showing that thimerosal is linked to autism is 44. There's 44 studies proving this. number of studies showing vaccine and autism linked. There's, over, there's 100 studies. Numbers of studies quoted by the vaccine promoter Paul Offit showing no vaccine autism linked, 14. The rate of autism in the 80s, one in 10,000, some people say one in 100,000. Rate of autism today, about one in 48. Rate of autism in 2025, one in two. 2035, all boys. 2037, all girls. I mean, unbelievable. Number of doses recommended by age six per the CDC vaccine schedule from 1972 to 88 is 23. Number of doses in the current schedule is 69. Unbelievable. Uh, 69. 
Uh, amount of aluminum in eight doses at two months for a baby checkup is 700 to 2,000 micrograms in the two-month two month baby checkup, 2,000 micrograms, the maximum allowable aluminum per day for intravenous pre-neteral pre, pre feeding for premature baby of eight pounds. It's 18 micrograms a day maximum. This is 2,000 micrograms. The amount of aluminum received by a fully vaccinated 18-month-old baby is almost 7,000 micrograms. The number of studies proving the safety of injecting aluminum in the human infants is zero. The amount of mercury in liquid waste considered toxic by the EPA is 200 parts per billion. The amount of mercury in a large predator fish is 700 parts per billion. The amount of mercury in trace thimerosal vaccines, they call it trace thimerosal free vaccine, is 2,000 parts per billion. They say they're free of thimerosal. The amount of mercury in some single dose in some infant flu shots, 25,000 parts per billion mercury. The amount of mercury in multi-dose flu vaccines, given to pregnant women, 50,000 parts per billion of mercury. Now remember, a predator fish that they tell you not to eat when you're pregnant, Doug, is 700 parts per billion. 700 parts per billion. This pregnant wow. woman gets a vaccine with a multi-dose full shot of 50,000 parts per billion of mercury. Amount of mercury that kills human neuroblastoma cells and that's in utero, that's a little baby being formed, 0.5 parts per million. This is 50,000 parts per billion. Now you want to talk about eugenics that we talked about earlier. That's what this is. This is eugenics. This is the wholesale slaughter of the unborn. I mean, we talked last week, a few weeks ago, we did a show with you guys, and we talked about in England how now they're trying to allow babies to come to term, even though they're going to get aborted, and bring them out, kill them, make them brain dead, but still keep them alive so they can transfer the still living organ. Because remember, with blood, you take blood from a living human being, it can be transferred into another human being. But the instant that body dies, the instant that body dies, that blood is toxic. You can't take blood out of a cadaver a dead human being and put it into a living human being it'll kill them that's how interesting blood is because once that spirit that life force leaves that body and that spirit leaves that blood that blood is no good anymore because it's no longer creating scalar webs and it's no longer releasing light photons and it's toxic to put it into another human being okay so, then, then, then that that leads me to my question how is it possible if a blood is if blood is extracted from the the um Scenario you talked about where blood is reactive, hmm? you know, in Australia, you know, the, the, uh, uh, example it, you gave. How is that possible? Because the human being's still alive. Okay. All right. The human being's still alive. So if you take my blood out and I'm still trotting around up here and you keep that blood oxygenated, that blood's still talking to my blood through scalar waves. How cool gotcha. is that? I mean, how cool okay. is that? I mean, that, how, yeah. how cool is this fourth dimensional physics that they took out of the books with Maxwell? He's the one who postulated all of this fourth-dimensional physics and plotting all of this stuff. See, this is how the world works. This is how the universe works. And Christians are so scared of physics and science, they don't want to talk about it because they say it, it, you know, it lessens their faith. This doesn't lessen my faith, Doug. This strengthens my faith. That makes sure. me realize how incredible we're created in God's image and the power and the authority that he's given us that demons are going to flee. I mean, these things can, that we have authority over these things. I mean, the authority Amen. that we have is of a believer. You know, when God connects us in the heaven through the Holy Spirit, is un. 
unprecedented. It really, really is. I mean, it's unbelievable it, it, what he's doing. It is. If I can pop a couple more questions at you here, because I know we're getting close to the end of the program. Uh, Larry M. wants to know this. Speaking about the blood, uh, he writes, what I'm missing about blood and DNA connection, consider the following. What we usually consider the blood are the red blood cells. But according to what I understand, red blood cells don't contain DNA because they have no cell nucleus. So that goes back to your to your um, DNA in the blood, uh, you know, communication type situation. What's what's your response to that? Well, number one, I'd have to see why red blood cells don't have a nucleus. I have never, I've never, I'll be honest with you, if that's true, I don't know, Doug. I haven't done any research on that. It's one of those questions that I'm not prepared to answer, but I can find okay. out for you. But I, but I don't understand how a blood cell can't have a nucleus unless it's just something that's being produced by the body. But it doesn't make any difference if it doesn't have a nucleus in it. It's still going to have DNA material in it. It has to be DNA material, and sure. it's being tra- and, it's, and, it's, and it's communicating through life photons. So I don't, I'm not sure how to answer that question, but if he feels he'll, he'll email that to me, I'll do some research on it. I'll try to get in touch with the fella, the, the physicist that did all this initial research on this. See if I can get an answer from him for it. All right. But, uh, uh, but again, it's one of those things that uh, I don't know the answer to, and I'm not okay. going to try to make something up. Well, I'm too tired that. to make something up, Doug. My little, yeah, you sound like dumb, man. Well, my, my little my little <laughs> four o'clock in the morning coast to coast show last night. My oh, Brooklyn things wore off, Doug. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's fine. Yeah, I, I think we're all tired. It's been it's been a heck of a week traveling and uh, re we're you know trying to get reoriented here. Uh, one more question, just to be clear. Um, Dan A writes, "Love your supplements. Curious, are they non-GMO?" Yes, we try to source everything non-GMO. Uh, sometimes we can't get full assays done. We try to assay everything. Uh, but again, I try not to say that on the label, and here's why. Because I wasn't there. If I tell you that my chickens have non-GMO eggs, you're pretty sure about that, assuming that I'm buying GMO feed that's really GMO-free feed, right? Because that's the, that's the whole thing. So I don't like making claims like that on my supplements, but we try to source everything non-GMO. But because I can't be there with all of the sources, I don't like saying on the label they're non-GMO. But you can be rest assured they're the highest quality supplements I can make. They work, and me and my family take them personally. So if yeah. I can make a better supplement, I would make it better. That's a fact. That's exactly what I would do. And so, but I, I don't know how to do right. it any better than that. In fact, I sent you the, I sent you with the manufacturing facility we use. It's a full yes. drug registered FDA drug facility with, you know, with positive pressure rooms. I mean, nobody else that I know makes supplements in a place like that. Because no, it's, so, it's, it's amazing. So yeah. yeah. It, 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 what I saw in the videos, um, folks, what I saw in the videos of the facilities where Health Masters makes their supplements. It, it looks like a you know something out of out of the, the space age. Well, space. I mean, the um, it's just amazing to, just to see the videos, the equipment, the care that's taken. Certainly not from China, that's for sure. Deborah M writes this. You had mentioned earlier about the Dark Act. The Dark Act was defeated forty nine to forty eight. Many of the senators, including the main sponsor from Kansas, is from a farm state, and um, of course. <laughs> the definition of a drug, or this is a drug, it affects form, function, and or structure through this process. It can change our DNA function and structure. That from businessdictionary.com. 
just want to throw that out there for for people who are uh interested in that so okay um and, and many many people talking about how you're spot on i know you've talked about this before again i hope you don't mind me firing these questions at you um we have a gentleman who's uh who suffers from migraines twice a year spring and fall with barometric pressure changes uh or sudden dry to wet weather extremes from cold to warm uh no allergies no known allergies is that what do you do i mean uh, well the best thing i've seen for is magnesium and the, and the best way to do it is a magnesium chloride foot bath and you know when I, sharon came on oh gosh last year she did a big testimonial of what it did as far as her bone spurs and we've had multiple people have the same results as sharon has had with that magnesium really helps relax the muscles of the body it's using over 300 biochemical reactions in the body the body uses magnesium like it would gasoline in an automobile whereas it uses calcium like the radiator it constantly recycles it and so the magnesium needs to be applied topically we have magnesium deodorants i mean some breast tissue now that has cancer in it has been shown to have high levels of aluminum uh, in addition to that the aluminum being used in these vaccines are being linked now to these children with these broken bones and these parents are actually innocent in many cases as far as child abuse and these children's bones are just so brittle because they can't pick up vitamin C and they've got scurvy because of the aluminum. We talked about that on the show before. In fact, I had pulled that article back up to talk about it tonight, but we're not going to have time. So I just talked about it briefly there. So okay. the magnesium protocol, the magnesium deodorant, the magnesium uh, foot bath, uh, the magnesium oil, I use all of that stuff on an ongoing basis. The magnesium deodorant is absolutely amazing, and you don't have to put aluminum chlorhydrate on your skin. And the uh, foot bath, I soak my feet on that magnesium chloride every single day. And it really, really, it does much better as far as absorbing transdermally than it does through the intestinal tract. Because right. magnesium is a very heavy mineral. And it's very difficult to absorb heavy minerals through the intestinal tract. Because it has to be taken up through passive osmosis. And the cells don't like doing that. And plus, if you try to take too much magnesium orally, it acts as a catharsis. And then it basically shoves a bunch of your other nutrients out with you because it causes diarrhea. And so you can take it up to a thousand milligrams a day if your body can tolerate it, but it still works better to use it as a foot bath. And I use it every single day for about 40 minutes in the morning when I first get up, when I check my emails, because everybody has to check their emails sometime during the day. Might as well pull your shoes off and stick them in a foot bath, keep them hot for 30 or 40 minutes and absorb your magnesium that way. It's a really uh, nice way to relax, to be honest with you, and it really helps in many cases to control migraines. And, and, and see, uh, folks, you, you thought that foot bath that you got for Mother's Day or Father's Day was you were going to re-gift that, keep it, put uh, magnesium in there. There you go, you know. <laughs> uh, Jill writes this, and, and we're going to revisit this topic again. Uh, I'm, 20, I, or I, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, she said I, I had to run to get the phone right when you were answering this question. Pardon me for asking this again. 24 years old. Tell me again uh, how to fight uh, acne. Uh, do you have any specific product? Ted, if you don't uh, mind. Yeah, the, 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 there's all kinds of products for acne, but the most thing with acne is that you can change your diet. You've got to get off a high-fat diet. You've got to get off the junk food. You've got to get off the glyphosate. You've got to get off the sodas. You've got to get off okay. all that junk that so many people eat on an ongoing basis. You've got to get a clean diet. You've got to clean out your intestinal tract. Uh, we have this, uh, fibers that you can try to clean the intestinal tract out. If they don't work as well as they need to, you can always try a seven-day cleansing program. But I'm not making any claims that any of this stuff's going to work because sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But I've seen the seven-day cleansing program work great for acne. We had a girl one time, her name was Gail, 
this is back in the 90s, so long ago, back when we were still in practice full throttle with 40 patients a day. And she was our secretary. And she had horrible acne. She was in her late 20s. I mean, it was awful. And she ate pretty clean. And she went on this seven-day cleansing program. And for the first time in her life since she had hit puberty, her complexion completely cleared up and she had no acne. Now, what was interesting about it was, uh, you know, she still had the scarring because that's permanent unless you get that frozen back off. But as far as any new eruptions and new acne, she told me she was in tears. She goes, Ted, this is the very first time since I was a kid that my complexion has cleared up. I want to thank you so much. Gosh, that's been 25 years ago, Doug. Well, you know, and, and folks, I can tell you this. Um, if you do have serious issues, medical issues, uh, Dr. Brower certainly will address them, you know, uh, through email. Um, spend some time at his website. That's healthmasters.com and take a look at his array of products. And certainly Breakthrough Health is a, it's just a wealth of knowledge or just a lot of resources, information there. Um, and so you got 50, wait, just to be clear, now, 50, only 15 DVD sets left of, um, Hey, drink and be healthy, yeah. Thank I see you. that's either CDs. They're CD CDs. sets. And then okay. we've got a bunch of the Maximum Energy DVDs. They're DVDs. That's the ones we offered on Coast to Coast last night on the Body by Ted website. And right. we got those on sale with, I think, three or four books in a bundle for like $89. That's a phenomenal value, too. But, you know, the whole thing about it is, guys, is this. You know, you're only going to be as healthy as you try to be healthy. I mean, it just doesn't—it just doesn't work if you keep doing the things that you've done to get sick. Let me give you another example: dementia is now striking people in their 40s, as mercury from vaccines cause slow degenerative brain damage. Uh, this is from Natural News, and it says dementia and other neurological brain diseases are striking people younger and younger, according to a new study conducted by the researchers at Bordermouth University, England, and published in the Journal of Surgical Neurology International. These diseases have reached levels that are almost epidemic, the researchers said, and they've reached them so quickly that the environmental factors must be to blame. Alzheimer's disease, I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said, my wife is 45 years old or 46 years old and she has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. Right now there's 271 new vaccines in big pharma's pipeline as far as more drugs, more vaccines. The flu shot remains the most dangerous vaccine based on injuries and deaths and compensation by the government. And then we have to ask ourselves a question, can we continue to justify injecting aluminum via vaccines into newborn infants? Now also, some good news is vaccine uptake reactions is at our all-time lows because policy, people have stopped taking vaccines. So now the policy is shifting to mandatory enforcement and criminalization and arrest for refusing to take vaccines or being fired from your jobs. I mean, another article, California officials increase mercury-laced vaccines for children and forcing them upon pregnant women. Another article, too big to investigate. Vaccine industry is now enjoying total immunity from all laws due to intimidated, corrupt lawmakers. The fall rush to vaccinate pregnant women with flu shots is backed by propaganda and not scientists. Scientific study confirms that aluminum is linked to Alzheimer's. I have known that for 35 years. I mean, on and on and on we can talk about these vaccines and how toxic they are and how you're injecting this stuff directly into your bloodstream and you're contaminating your own DNA. Because remember, all of this stuff will affect what's called epigenetics, 
along with the GMO yep. food, it affects epigenetics. It changes your DNA personally. And then when you have a child, that child's DNA is changed to match your DNA. And they've seen that and they've shown it multiple times how one generation's dietary patterns affect the DNA of another child two or three generations down the road. And guys, they know with GMO that by the third generation that the animals they test this on are sterile. They can no longer reproduce. And guys, we're coming into the second generation now of GMO children in the United States. Within 20 more years, if this doesn't stop, fertility is going to be a major, major problem, and the globalists are going to have their way with their eugenics Nazi programs to reduce the population of the planet because we're going to be infertile. We're no longer going to be able to reproduce, and the only people that will be able to reproduce are those who have eaten clean, avoided the vaccines, stayed with organic, and those people will probably be sprayed or taken into concentration camps and be told that they're not allowed to reproduce, that you have to have permission from the government to reproduce. Don't think it can happen. It already happened with China with the one-child policy. Man, that, that that's just that's criminal and that's satanic, and, right. and that's all I got, I've got to say. Uh, Ted, my brother, I know you're exhausted. Just off of coast to coast last night, folks. Um, I know you can find it on the internet. His interview with George Nori, two hours coast to coast last night. Uh, Doctor Ted Brower, George Nori. Just go ahead and search for it. It's out there. Trust me. Ted, anything uh, next week or in the, the following weeks, investigative-wise, uh, topic-wise on your show of interest that you think people must turn into? Well, you know, our show is every day from 3 to 4, and we cover all the news stories, laking, laking, breaking health stories. Uh, we're covering the election politics. We're covering all of it. But we try to stay primarily on the health topics because so many of the other people are covering so much of the election politics already, and I don't like being redundant. And so I always try to cover the breaking edge stuff that nobody else wants to talk about, kind of like we do with your show. And so, uh, yes, we're going to be doing continuing breaking edge stuff as far as the vaccines, the nutraceuticals that we produce and how they help people and protect people. Uh, we're actually going to be going into detail more with the Monsanto and the glyphosate, the different legislation that's being forced and thrust upon us and why we should support Donald Trump as our last best hope, I guess I should say, Doug. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, it's kind of a weird way of saying that, but I don't know what else to say about the guy. I mean, I know he's not perfect, but neither am I, and at least he's talking about a lot of stuff that nobody else wants to talk about, and at least the entire globalist community have attacked him to try to prevent him from being president, and that says more to me about him than anything else anybody else would say. We've got only 60 seconds left, but I'm gonna, I, uh, Ted, I want to just tell you, you and our listeners this. I don't believe he's going to, the, going to be the Republican nominee. I really don't. They're going to steal it from They're him. going to take it right from him. We were doing some research. Joe and I, actually, Joe was doing some research today. There was an article that came out. and um, A few, but yeah. Well, yeah, a couple, but this is one a, in particular. Uh, Ted Cruz gains in Louisiana after loss there to Donald Trump. Somehow Ted Cruz will take away 10 extra delegates, yep. even though losing to, to Donald Trump in Louisiana. And they're doing this all around the country. Absolutely, man. And we have to, and we better expect some, some, the Christians out there, well, the Americans should expect to, to see some. Well, the, the, the sheeple, the sheeple Christians who believe that Ted Cruz is a Christian, uh, they, 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 they need to, I don't like everything Tex Morris says because I think he's way too anti-Semitic. He's done some excellent research now on Ted Cruz and Ted Cruz is. And I've listened to some of the stuff that he says. And uh, he's got some really good on-point shows that he's done directly on Ted Cruz. But, again, guys, support Hagman and Hagman. Go to their website. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. We appreciate all of you guys. God bless you. Get some rest, buddy.
And have a happy Resurrection Sunday, guys. God bless. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Pastor Lane for Steve Quayle on Monday. Until then, stay safe. Have a great weekend. This is the Global Star Radio Network.